This episode is released in support of the movie The Sound of Freedom, showing in cinemas through September in the UK. It's a difficult film to watch on a horrendous subject. It has been blocked and suppressed by all mainstream media, distributors, theatres, advertisers and Hollywood. It tells the true story of one man's mission to rescue a victim of child sex trafficking. Two million children go missing every year and child sex trafficking is the fastest growing and most lucrative crime in the world today. Going to see this film in the cinema is a step every one of you can take to support the fight against child trafficking with ticket sales. To start a conversation that we need to have as a species and to tell the sick, corrupted and rotten establishment who desperately want to bury this film, God's children are not for sale. We are many. We are waking up and we are fucking coming for you. It was an awful job. Awful, because I was exhausted. Where it became an even worse job was because I was standing up in mine in below five degrees temperatures. Cheers, Cheers boys. Let me just Cheers. let me. Cheers. And if water. anyone who is listening to this now, if you have a drink in your hand, <coughs> cheers yeah, to you. Cheers, Thank you for listening. But this job, this this job, led me into becoming a drug addict. <laughs> so it wasn't all bad then. Hey guys, welcome to another episode of the White Basement Podcast. Uh, this one's a special one. Well, they're all special ones. This one's an extra special one. It's the one year anniversary, so episode 53. Don't forget to follow us on Instagram at White Basement Pod. New episode every Tuesday, 5am. All the best people listen to it. All the smartest people listen to it. Uh, all the special to- people listen to it. How special is the pot? Is it special like that or you, special? You don't listen to it, right? I, I listen to it as soon as it only comes when I'm, out. Only when I'm so, Today I'm being interrupted by <laughs> <laughs> Smith and Ben, my, my, uh, my OG original guests. Um, so obviously I wanted to get these guys back to do our one year anniversary podcast. Yes, I would like to say it's good to be back. But um, like I said, my anxiety goes through the roof every time you say, mm. Smith, come on the podcast. And I'm just like, oh God, that's why I brought Ben along. He can do all the good stuff. I can just kind of interrupt. But Ben, I've got to say, you're looking healthy. I would say healthy, but you're looking healthy. thin. Though. Cut his hair, right? Um, I've actually put, a, it's ironic you say that, because I've actually put a few pounds on. I, I was, because lo- I was fighting a lot last year. I was quite active last what, year. Like in the street or? Uh, like jujitsu comps. Oh, jujitsu, okay. um, Yeah, because I was, yeah, the last 12 months I've been more active than normal. So I was fighting at Featherweight. So I was kind of staying around I think the lowest I got, because we were both at the English, weren't we? Mm-hmm. I got down to about 66 kilos for that. Walking around or Walking cutting around. Okay. No, no, I cut to, I yeah. cut to, I not intentionally cut to that, yeah, but yeah. I got to that. And then because I'd lost so much, because 70 is the upper limit of that weight category, that even if I put on two kilos, I was still under. So pretty much I've stayed just below 70 all year. And then we did, I did the British a few months ago. I think it's May, end of May. So since then, I'm not joking, mate. I mean, I always advocate healthy eating and exercise, but I have literally eaten so much shit. Like, sometimes I was going to McDonald's every day. So I've actually gone up to about 70 kilos. So, yes, I'm slimmer when I, than when I probably last saw you. So for all you bifters that are struggling <laughs> to lose beard. four ounces, take a, take a leaf out of Ben's book. Just the beard as well. I think I had a bearding shaving accident recently and since i've shaved this bit of the beard off completely everyone's gone oh you look 
you can see my face more. You look ten so years like, younger. You do. Such a sweet man. You're such a sweet man. Yeah, you do. But yeah, I look, yeah, I look slimmer. But you, you, I said to you as soon as you came in the room, I said you look trimmer, you look healthier. That's because he's been he's been yeah. coming to the white Just basement skin. every Sunday. Exactly. His skin looks beautiful. I've been at white. Oh no, I've been on holiday. But there that's why. You go. But I, no, but I was gonna say like I can see your cheekbones mm. and everything. It's like I thought. First thing I thought was like either he's been working out or he's got addicted to glue. Like, glue. <laughs> <laughs> like, which one? Just, just, I mean, I mean, look at. I always take a print stick with me. Do you remember copy decks? It smelled yeah. like fish. Yeah, copy. No, no, no. But fish. if you've got children, everybody knows copy decks because, of course, you know slime, glue. That that copy decks glue is like the one of the main ingredients. So you go out to every mm. shop, going, "Excuse me, have you got any copy decks?" And they look at you like. Dude, you must be the fifty-fifth person this yeah. hour to yeah. ask me. I can see your kids behind you or whatever. I don't remember copy. Decks. It was fishy smelling, and it was kind of stringy. What well, didn't it? it kind of yeah, stringy. Yeah, yeah. Oh, mate, you've missed out. I think you're confusing that it. with semen. No, it's, it sailors. It's no. a little bit S-E-M-E-N. thicker than semen. M E N. But yeah, we're all looking fit and healthy. I think for old fellas middle yeah, age fellas to be, right? but I'll actually saying that. that did you actually do have you do you do medicals as part of your job or anything like that yes I, yeah um actually before christmas yeah in december i had to do a medical yeah do you know it was the first time i've had to as a driver once you get over five there might be truckers that listen to this going you're so fucking ignorant you don't even fucking know <laughs> i think once you get over 45 or something you have to have a proper medical Pro- um, i know what you mean by proper yeah i did go for a, I did go for the like you did all those years ago no i had those long finger doctors are rubbing their hands <sighs> in glee here comes mr Woolwich. i just had to have an eye eye test and uh that was some it. sort of medical that's, a, that's <laughs> actually an eye test right that's, that's that not it. medical that's an eye test that was it that was it okay so you had an eye test at spectators yeah. all, right, all right no no i had a full boop of medical but the weird thing is it was like um i actually felt like you know um you know when you get these, um, you know, the, the UFC fighters stepping on the scale mm. and everyone's like, right, the fighting weight is 166 or mm. whatever it is in pounds and they get on there and they're exactly that and they're like, mm. here you go. It was exactly like that. I sort of got on the, just before I got on the scale, I said to her, 68 kilos. And I got on there, 67.89, boom, exact that. And I thought, there you go. I felt, and I felt like a, like a real Did you do a pose? Like, yeah! no, I was going to say, did you... And then do a face off of someone, no, no, no. I, was, I was about to start beating my chest and all that. But <laughs> then she goes, like, oh, let's do your height. Right? Am I, <laughs> right? You don't go down in height. You don't go up in I mean you might you go do. up. You in do height. go you down go in down. height. You go do. down. Yeah, a little bit. She said to me, I've lost four centimeters. And obviously for a short ass like me, I that's mean that's a, a big thing. Yeah. I mean <laughs> it's a lot. And I said, Do you want to just do it again? Because look, I've been one sixty nine for or whatever, one sixty seven for, for for years. And she says, no, 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 look, let's do it again. So, of course, that then messes up all your metrics because mm. they look at the body fat. It's just a mathematical formula. Mm. And then she goes, oh, you know, you're bordering on obese. You're fucking joking. <laughs> I've That's why the BMI is bullshit. Did you yes. say to her, border this bitch? <laughs> <laughs> you should have got back on the scales and go, come on. Yeah, I'll border you in a minute. <laughs> but, yeah, that's the that's, that's worth it. And then, of course, you know, just, you know, as you, you know, as you sort of being kicked in the nuts so to speak you know there was a there it's was the older no 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 hold on but then it then it's the older oh we see that you're uh, over a certain age you're of a certain vintage oh, like, oh god i know what this means it's like, is this the first time you've yeah. had that done no it's not a virgin <laughs> done every other oh, yeah, weekend he, he, oh, i forgot he was in prison for a while <laughs> oh no he's a city boy friday night again. they used to pay a lot of money for this on a, on a <laughs> yeah. friday so you've had friday. it done before yeah have you, I have, have you I have, Jace? I have yeah the no. friday special. no i never have. fuck off the friday night special I oh. bet you'll say yes when it comes to it. <laughs> <laughs> you'll say yes. Yes, please. <laughs> yeah. 
I don't, oh, yeah, I don't like dealing with doctors. No, you're, I'm you're not, the same. I'm way. not a fan. Don't don't poke him. I've just come back from listening to on the plane back to back seven and a half hours of white basement podcast, which I highly recommend to everybody. Where have you been? Dubai. Dubai. Um, have I got that undisclosed wrong? location. Sorry, I might have. An undisclosed location in Dubai. I think someone. I think someone sitting next to me may have let something slip. Maybe it was Milton Keynes. <laughs> yeah, yeah probably Milton Keynes. No, it's Great Yarmouth. I mean, the sun at this time of the year, guys. Yeah, it's global year. boiling. Wow. When actually, guys, it's fucking raining every other Pissing day, down. isn't it? Yeah, but anyway, so we're here, right? It's yeah. a, what is it? I the can't believe it. Fifty-third episode. You said this one, or we've done fifty-three. Well, te- technically, it's not. It's neither. <laughs> <Okay>. <laughs> this one will be. I'll let you do it then, Jake. Go on, go ahead. In 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 uh, in my um, in my well-rehearsed style. Now, this is all completely out of order and not actually at the time that you're listening to it. But this will be released as episode fifty-three. It's actually about fifty-five, fifty-six. Mm-hmm. Episode fifty-three, which is the one-year anniversary of the White Basement podcast. Um, and yeah, it's, uh, we're a year in. I can't believe it. I mean, obviously I was saying to you earlier, it it feels like it's been longer because I've been listening to it avidly. Like, I don't know what the other listeners or viewers, if they're watching it. The other listener and the, the other, other viewer. Three. But <laughs> I listen to it as soon as it comes out. But I have, I have obviously the opportunity because I have a lot of downtime when I'm driving. And I love it. Because I was saying to you earlier, you get such a, a weird variety of guests who, like, some of them are completely different from me and batshit crazy, and others, I'm like, yeah, 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 that, that person's, um, I can, I have a similar sort of viewpoint on life to this person. Love listening to the jujitsu ones, of course, but it's that year has has flown by, but yet to me it seems like you've been doing it a long time, and every Tuesday I can't wait to get that podcast. I was saying to you earlier, it's my favourite, I, I listen to a lot of history and political podcasts, but they they release content more regularly, more maybe two or three a week. And I'm like, oh, I've got to wait till Tuesday. How many times have I texted you going, is there any way you can make them longer? When's it coming Yeah, When's it coming out? Can you make it, because when it's a really interesting jujitsu one, I'm like, I'm so interested in it. I want it to be longer because you're so involved in the conversation. You're like, oh, it's, oh, it's gone, it's over now. I think, I mean, I think at, at some, some of them have gone a bit longer and at some point I may aim to do them for a bit longer. But mm. again, in terms of kind of like um, consistency with the episodes, because the thing that, that I think is important, I mean, all you guys who never leave me any feedback, feel free to not comment do on this. Do people not? No. Oh. But, and I'll tell you Guilty. why. It's, it's, not, it's not their fault, but I'll tell, you, I'll tell you why it is in a minute. But, but for me, the most important thing, I think, I don't know whether you guys agree, is consistency. Mm, so I put one I out every Tuesday at 5am. And roughly, you know what you're going to get. About two hours, plus minus, I'm going to have one guest, or maybe there's three of us sometimes. And... I'm going to try to have a conversation and get some information out of my guest and and listen to what they say. Mm. So sort of suddenly going up to three hours or suddenly doing a 45-minute one, it's a bit jarring if Mm. you're expecting something different, I think. You know, I'm trying to build... Yeah, yeah, I agree. I think that's why I've messaged you saying, can you get that person back on? That was such a good one because... And some it, of these people it, it allows I know, that, right? Some, it, it some of these people that. I know, but I have sort of small talk conversations or maybe 10, 15 minute conversations. You don't know that backstory because you're talking about, if it's jujitsu, let's say, I might, if it was Rob Connor, for example, I might 
say, oh, how's Reese doing, blah, blah, blah. We talk about jiu-jitsu and then I'm off. So I might bump into him at a comp. But when you were speaking to him the other, the other week and you were getting two hours of conversation, I'm like, I'm, like, this guy is really interesting. Yeah. I'm like, can you get him back on? Because I felt like you were only scratching the surface. I said to him this yesterday morning, I, I met him yesterday morning. And I asked hey, him, Rob. I said, yeah, Rob Connor. And I yeah. said to him, I said, mate, I absolutely love that. Yeah, and he was, he was, and I think a little bit like me, he said to me, he goes, I don't like listening to it. I haven't heard it yet. Oh, I think, no, that's, sorry, that was the week before. He goes, I haven't heard it yet. I don't really want to. And it's only when, <laughs> only when people tell you, it was really good. And then you think, okay, actually, I'll, I'll listen. Mm. And then you sort of, and it starts growing on you. It's a little bit like our very first episode, you know, and I, I was like, oh, I hate it, I hate it. I liked it. Yeah, and everyone's like, oh, where it. is it? Is it on, uh, is it on YouTube? Yeah, it's number the one, pilot episode. It? Uh, I think in the end I did Only put it... Only because we didn't video it. Yeah, so I think I put it yeah. up and I just put loads of photos yeah. of us when yeah, we're training. Yeah, yeah, yeah. As a, yeah. Okay, like but it is on YouTube, right? YouTube Cause, and, cause, and all the normal. Yeah, because funnily enough, this is the other thing. You, you talk about, you know, all the other podcast platforms and whatnot and Rumble and Spotify and Apple and what. But first thing people always ask is, I saw you on YouTube. You know, I always, tell, I always ask them, where did you, you, know, where did you mm. watch it or where did you hear it? YouTube, YouTube, YouTube. Mm. All it, the time. In terms, of, in terms of views, it's about... If, if I put... Because some of them, well, so one of them got taken down from YouTube and I got a strike. That was the one with Rob where he was talk, talking about curing beep because you're not allowed to say it. I had a really good, um, oh, I forgot it now. I had a really good thing you could add in replace of that word. I can't remember what it is now. If it comes to you, just shout it out. <laughs> it won't know. It guys, tonight, guys bed. help Ben out. Put something in the comments. <laughs> yeah. Well, um, like I said, uh, let, me, let me quickly cover that and I'll come back to what I'm talking about the um, extremely the, strong flu uh, two years ago. Two no, years no, ago. no. Even that doesn't oh. seem to be so bad. If you say curing, beep, you're done. Oh, oh, oh sorry. I'm with you now. Yeah. So, um, but yeah, I tell you the reason why people don't comment, and it, it's the same for me, is because... By the time you listen to it, you're at the end of the episode and you're in the car doing something. And then I say, don't forget to leave me some feedback. Yeah. And then you're not even looking at your phone. So yeah. it's no one's fault, but it's mm. my fault for not saying right at the beginning when you're looking at the post or whatever, leave me some feedback. But yeah, the, in terms of views, it's about 50-50 between okay. audio downloads from Apple, Spotify, Google Podcasts, whatever, and mm. YouTube and a little bit of BitChute. Um, so the the videos or the episodes in terms of video that I can't put on YouTube, but, but on the audio, I put on which, which, which which one's the most popular, Apple or Spotify? Spotify. Okay. Spotify, I think, is about uh, probably seventy percent of everything. Yeah. Talking percentages. Yeah. yeah like about that. about seven about seventy <laughs> percent. Don't talking absolute views. Of fifty percent. Yeah. You know what everyone's favorite percent is? Hundred and ten percent. Hundred and ten percent. Or sometimes some people say hundred fifty percent. What, um, like, I'm going to give it 110. Yes. percent yeah. So, so we, what you're going to you're going to run the <laughs> you're yes. going to you're going to run this. It's, in, uh, it's you know. mostly sports people. Yeah, 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 exactly. Yeah. I'm going to give 110 percent next time I do this race. 110 percent. You're going to borrow the effort from someone else. I'm going to give it 110. I'm like, are you? <laughs> okay. Yeah, but you know what? If you if you think about it, um, I'm not sure I understand. <laughs> <laughs> <some> motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> that was perfect. That Motherfucker. Was, I, I swear I did absolutely nothing there and the Apple Watch just said that. It's, fuck off, Apple. It's fuck off you. with your watch. It's, that <laughs> was 110% your fault. <laughs> yeah, so, but, but you know, you know, like the, the, the psychological part of a physical activity mm. is, is a very flexible thing, right? What you think you're capable of and what you're actually capable mm, of. So mm, it's something yeah, know, that I've been aware of for many years, but it just 
I get I've, heard, it. I, I've, I've heard Goggins and other people say uh, most people give up at a certain percent. But, like, like and, the, but they've the, really got another 40%. The, the four-minute mile, right? It, someone was talking about it this morning. I was listening to something. So the four-minute mile was impossible. It was accepted. Humans can't mm. run a four-minute mile. Their heads mile. would explode if they went under four minutes. The one guy so. done it. The next year, it was something like... 200 people did it. And the year after that, it was like 2,000 mm. people did it. Because people were like, oh, you can do it. Mm. Right, I'm going to do it. So, you know, I know what you're saying. 110% is a little bit of a BS term. But I think the intention of, of putting it out is a, is a valid one. Mm. This is... You've made this me feel is, terrible now. I feel... <laughs> sorry, but this you, is, well, this time you've been giving only 109, Ben. You know, yeah. I was saying to you before about, um, like, everyone that I've had on the podcast, I've learned something from. Mm. Almost everyone. Apart from Smith. <laughs> but I learned something about e- Eminem's. E- why can't I still say it? Eminem. E- like you can't even say it. Enema. Enema. Eminem. I learned something about Enemas from you. The rapper. Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. I learned all about horseshoe salt deposits in your ass. Oh, oh. yeah. Man, oh. I've learned a lot. I learned a lot from unicorn you. Unicorn horn. Yeah. That's the unicorn horn. I've learned a lot. I've learned a lot. Uh, bizarre has shit. it encouraged you to? Eat cleaner. That's my question. No, I've, like, as I said to you about yeah, 10 minutes ago, I've right. been eating utter shit since that last comp. And you, everyone says I look healthier. So I don't but know it must be difficult. There. I mean, truck driver and all that. Like, it is. Most out. truck drivers are overweight. Yeah. In fact, the reason I became a truck driver, I can't remember if I said this in the po- our podcast, the first one I did. I was a personal trainer and I, most of my clients were bus drivers or truck drivers because they were all overweight. Because sitting down all day, they're not doing any. They're not moving around. Not doing any exercise, and they're eating crap. They're stopping at service stations, eating all the high sugar, so salt those... foods. So when my gym closed because because uh, fitness first got into a lot of trouble, a lot of my clients were like, "What are you going to do?" And I was like, "I don't know." I said, "I need a job I can pick up and put down anywhere in the country." Because my partner Rachel was about to start teaching in the Midlands, and I thought, "Well, if I move to the Midlands, I need to find a." Uh, personal trainer job which there weren't any and everyone was like why don't you train as a, a driver and I was like oh yeah okay I'll try that so that's what got me into truck driving do you mm. know you know whenever you say Rachel mm. I always because I because I didn't know anyone called Rachel when I was at school or whatever so I didn't I didn't meet a Rachel till I was much older mm. but whenever you whenever you say Rachel I always hear um what's his name from Batman you know when you know the oh, Batman man. two, the Joker when he throws her out the window, yeah, and he's like Rachel. I always, oh, shit. I always hear that in my. Yeah. In my Isn't head. that weird though? It's funny you say that because like you sometimes you go through school and you don't encounter anyone with a certain name, and then in your adult life, obviously as you get new networks, as you meet people. more than fifteen <laughs> yeah. people. Like I didn't know any Bens. Like, I was like, oh, I've got such a unique name. No one's called Ben. And then I went to university, and one of my best friends is called Ben. And then Ben's at my gym at the moment. There's about four or five fucking Bens. So where I thought I was unique, we got we got a Ben. <laughs> There's fucking five of them. Shout out to Ben. Is that Ben the wrestler Gaddy. Ben? Gaddy. Is that how he says his surname? Garney, I think it was. Garney, big, big guy wrestler. Yeah, he's a, I met he's him. A uh, I, I've seen him beat people up, and one of our guys from Boxmore. Uh, and I met him at a Polaris. He was with Mike Hawkins, and I was like, "Oh, Ben, you're Ben that beats everyone up." Wrestler so, Ben. Wrestler Ben. Seems yeah. like a nice guy. Yeah, yeah. It's like Super a bigger nice version of Smith. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, he does look a bit like you, actually. Now you come to mention But about 200 it's, pounds heavier. Yeah. It's a standard bald man joke. Here we go. He looks like... I didn't know you were bald. 
But he's wearing one of those shiny hats. I've just shaved hats. it off there. Shiny hat. <laughs> Threw me that. Um, yeah. Yeah, what were we saying? I've completely lost... Oh, we're talking about, yeah, you were talking about being a, a, a fitness trainer and then, yeah, then, so, yeah, then fancying... Yeah, but truck drivers are unhealthy. I really do, can I just do the Jeremy Clarkson joke? Go on then. The, uh, you know, the, uh, about murdering prostitutes. All truck drivers murder prostitutes. Well, I haven't been... I mean, how's, I've never been caught. How's that funny? Yeah, no, how is that funny? No, no, as in, it's not funny, but as in like... That, you said it was gag. a joke. Yeah, well, it's actually, I on, met on, Jeremy Clarkson. I was about to say, you met. Oh, yeah, did you yeah. do the snail thing with him? No, you know. So oh, why not? So basically, what happened was we went to. Gosh, I had the free nights stay somewhere because she won some competition at work. She's always winning competitions. That's because her coffee is the shit. But um, she she won a competition and it's a night stay anywhere, whatever, like two hundred quid, whatever. Just book a room. So we went to the Cotswolds. Um, oh, that's where my son lives. It's really nice. Where did you go? You know all the little sightseeing you play? Uh, North Slaughter, South, uh, no, Upper South Slaughter, Burnham. Lower oh. Slaughter. Slaughter, well, all... doesn't sound very... <laughs> Come to Slaughter. Was it, was it a relaxing holiday? Look at those lovely pictures. There's yeah. all these, yeah, there's all these famous little landmarks, <laughs> like one in this little... Oh, it's a beautiful place. But anyway... We, so we were there, right? And yeah. we, we, had, we had no clue. We're there, we're, walk, we're doing like the walking around the oh, country. Of course, that's thing. where his farm is, isn't it? I don't even watch that program. Mm. I'm, yeah, I'm yeah, vaguely aware it's there's good, a Clarkson's actually, I really farm. Like it. We watched it now, it's brilliant. It's funny. So we're, we're walking around, we're walking around. Anyway, we walk in one direction to North Upper Slaughter or whatever, and we just, you just hear in the background, and I was like, oh, that sounds like someone's having a party. Anyway, off we go. Two hours later, we're coming back. I kind of hear it again. I said, to Gosh, can you hear that? like music and she's like oh, i'm not sure i think so and she said uh there's a there's a vineyard like a winery mm. bar around here somewhere you can like go and have a glass of wine brewery by winery brewery and i was like i bet it's there so anyway we we like walking towards the noise right we find this place wicked place it's like a there's a like an inside outside bar covered over but open where i don't know probably 100 people can sit. Then there's like a big courtyard where you could probably get 800 people. There's a stage. There's a guy singing and playing music. There's people all sitting mm. around outside drinking. There's like a gourmet burger van and there's a hot dog guy and there's a whatever. So you can kind of spend the afternoon there. So anyway, we, we go, oh, this is cool. Let's get a beer. So we, we walk in and um, there's this big mural on the wall. And... Um, Gosh, it's like, that looks like Jeremy Clarkson. I'm like, that's weird. It does look like Jeremy Clarkson. That's fucking crazy, right? With some blonde geezer, who now I know is the guy who's with him on the farm. I thought you were saying with, it was his wife. No, no, who's the guy? You know, Caleb. Caleb, right? Yeah. I, I never watched this program. Oh, Jeremy, what are you doing? I told you not to go down there. I thought it was his son. I was like, oh, that must be his son. So, so anyway, we sit down, we have a beer, we're trying to yeah. find somewhere to sit and it's busy and we end up having to sit where we can't see the band right near the entrance. So we're just drinking this beer and then Gosha says to me, that's Jeremy Clarkson. And I'm like, what's Jeremy Clarkson? And literally he just walked in. He stayed for about five minutes. He walked in, he was fucking pissed. He looked terrible. <laughs> he did he look was, terrible in your Oh, picture. mate, he was shaking. His face oh, was all red. He, he looked really bad, really, really bad. I said to Gosha, Google how old he is. I said, he looks like 75. He's like 60 or something. No, he, he's not. Surely He's, he I, looked, thought he was I thought he was closer to seven. He looks fucking awful. But anyway, so he came in. Jesus. A few people sort of stand up. So we're like, let's go and get a photo with him. And he was 
he didn't really want to talk to anyone. So it turns out, I think he's he's taken a share in that business. Right. So he just came to sort of say hello. He was mm-hmm. there for five minutes and he went. And we wouldn't have seen him if we weren't sitting right there. And Gosha was saying, do like the snail thing with him. <laughs> and you know when you get near someone and you can tell they ain't having... They're literally just like taking a picture like that. Yeah. And literally when he left, he left after rugby palming someone in the face and walking oh, off. Really? Some yeah. guy started saying something to him. I couldn't hear what it was. And he just literally face planted him and walked off and i was like that would have been my snail video (laughs) so yeah i didn't oh unfortunately that was this year just that was really recently but but you know the the other thing was i would have had to i was thinking in my head like you're you're gonna say you can have 10 million pounds right now i googled him right he's worth 72 million so what does he need 10 million pounds for Mm. he doesn't give a fuck about you could have said you can get rid of the green people and electric cars and ULEs forever but you're being chased by us now that's what i was going to ask him uh, very good. but i didn't get a chance i was going to say maybe you could have 10 years back if it is you can have looks you could have eight percent of your liver back <laughs> but <laughs> yeah, you're being chased by a snail but i didn't really get that like what was the whole thing about like i mean i get it the snail's just going to keep coming hmm. around yeah. the clock can someone else pick it up because I thought if you like went into the middle of got someone to pick it up, take it to the middle of the sea and just drop it, or any time it came near you, just pick it up, put it on an airplane that's constantly in the air, get it all, you know away from you. If if you haven't listened to every single other episode, know what we're talking about. yeah, let me just <laughs> let me just explain the question. Well, actually, yeah, because nothing's been released yet. I think with the snail, or it maybe has. oh maybe Rob Connor, uh, no, Two David and Emma, and David and Emma. Yeah. yeah. Okay, so the question is, you're being chased by a snail. No, the question is, you can have ten million pounds, dollars, euros right now, but you're being chased by a snail. The snail cannot be stopped. It cannot be killed. It knows where you are at all times. It has only one purpose, which is to get to you. And if it touches you, you die a horrible death. Would you take the money? That's that's the question. In case you don't know what the mm. question is, and how long for? Forever. Cannot be stopped. It cannot be killed. Until you just die of old age or it gets you. So so yeah. I th- for me, the question is, um, how much is the money worth in terms of being able to have peace of mind and relax? That's kind of the question. And it's quite, in- like different people answer it different ways. It's I actually quite it's interesting. I think quicker than that, because I, this is, because I had this conversation with, with Rachel. She was like, would you, would you, you take the money? Well, yeah. Yeah. Would you? I ain't scared of a snail. I ain't scared of a snail. I would stand on it. I went, oh, all right, but no, no. It touches you. If you stand like, on she it. She would stand on it for me. Cannot be killed. Listen be killed. to the question. <laughs> <laughs> well, put it in a put it in This a, is the a problem. This is the problem with people. <laughs> they don't fucking put listen. A, you get someone else to put it in a Tupperware box. It can. Let me say the question again. The snail cannot be stopped. It's a super the snail going to break its way out of the box. Killed. Can't put it in a box, Ben. The snail knows where you are at all times. The snail so no has else, only... So no one else can touch it. Anyone can touch it. Well, that's what I'm saying. Put it, someone else will put it in a Tupperware box. It get out of the box. It cannot be stopped. Yeah, but take it 10,000 miles away. You've gone out weeks, maybe years of just going, oh, I don't need to worry about that bloody snail. Exactly. But you, but you do need to worry about it. What's the top it? speed of the snail? Just like... Half a meter. Yeah, so that would buy a you a year at a time. <laughs> exactly. Just jump on a plane. If it was yeah, less I mean, money, if it was like for a tenner. But the I'm snail, the like... snail can get on someone's suitcase. <laughs> sure can. I've this seen is... him. I've seen him everywhere. Have you really thought about it because I was thinking he's gonna. You're gonna say something facetious like, "Oh, the plane, the the, the snail can get on a plane." And I was gonna go, "No," but yeah. And you went, "It can get on someone's suitcase." <laughs> the thing is that it, it 
it's just, it's, Gosha was saying to me, you need to have like a thing, like a question that you ask mm, people. Mm. So I was like, I think when Emma Percy was on, I was like, that was my first thing. It was like, a, it's quite funny, right? So I asked her, what's your favorite flavor of ice cream? That's a fucking shit question. So I realized as soon as I asked her, and she told me, good answer, but I was like, this is a stupid question. What was her favorite flavor? Um, she has some favorite brand, which is... Right. But it was like a standard kind of ice cream. Yeah, it from, from these chip. guys. Right. Yeah, it was mint. Uh, it was, was mint chocolate chip. <laughs> <laughs> like super fan. Must must, yeah, super, super fan. fan. That, that was a guess. That was just a correct people guess. go chocolate or mint chocolate. I'm pretty sure it was mint chocolate chip. So I'll, yeah, go back and check. Emma Percy. Um... And then, the, and then the second question—I think it was two questions. The second question asked her, which she she like refused to answer. Which actually, I, I, I can I can see whether you guys will answer it. You can have one free kill, no consequences. Stephen Hawking. Why Stephen Hawking? Ah, oh, he's just fucking. He's already me. dead. I know he's dead, but when he was alive, obviously, that's like. No, you're no that's a cop out. He's already dead. Oh, yeah. right, someone that's alive now. What? It's a free kill, not a Smith. <laughs> Why me? What have I it's done? It's just the way you. It's the way he looks at me sometimes. I don't know if he's trying to undress me or he wants to hurt me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. I'd have to really think about that one. Those two are not mutually yeah, exclusive. I'd have to really I think we were friends. Like, no, first we person. are. I love you. First I, I person, don't know. literally, without even missing a beat, he was like Smith. Yeah. Yeah. But she I was really regretted it. <laughs> she was like, "No, I don't want to answer." That's that. a good one. Like, okay, I'm gonna have fine. to think about that. I'm gonna have to be right. Uh, here's one. Then here's a question. Actually, I've got two questions. Because I think this depends on your age. Because I said this to my uh, when I went on holiday, I went. My son wanted to go on a... We wanted to lose a little bit of weight and get fit. So we went for a walk every morning for an hour or two. And I was like, oh, after a while, you're like... He's not a morning person. So I was just like, I was just talking, talking. And I thought, well, if I just ask him questions, I'll get something verbal back from him. And I said, if you could have everything you ever wanted, so whether that's money, fame, you know, notoriety, women, men, houses, swimming pools, jets... Did you really... Offering men, I'm putting it out to, to Smith. And oh, okay. so I don't know about right. Smith. Because say because he looks at me from a funny way sometimes. <laughs> um, I said you can have everything you want, everything you want, but only for a year. And at the end of that year, so I can't dead. answer time. It's kind of a bit like the smell question. It is a, a bit, bit like that. Little bit. But, but yeah, I don't, the, I'd answer time. So can I have time? No, no, no. Because it's got to be sort of material listen thing. to the yeah. question yeah, it's got to be material thing. but i think if you were maybe 70 years old you might be like fuck it i've had a really hard life nothing no, no luck no good times it's just been grind 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 fuck it i'll take it i'll take one year and have everything i want and then that's it but when i said, obviously I said this to my son who turns 18 in you know, a week's time he was like well no because i feel like i could do uh, I can go out there and I can uh, get, my, get myself a lot of money because I'm starting out my career. And I thought, yeah, yeah, actually, this was a really stupid question because he's <laughs> Should got have his asked whole life. him the snail question. I did. Oh, I did. And what are you saying? He said, no. take the money. Oh. Yeah. take the money and run. I don't know anyone that has taken the other option. I know. There's a f- they're, they're, oh. not, they're unreleased oh, okay. at the moment. So that would be my question to you guys. Would you? Would you give? I mean, Smith would obviously not because he's got everything he wants apart from his hair. But you could have that back because you could pay for it, couldn't you? What, have you seen what's, pictures what's, of him with hair? Yes, I have. It's really weird. Looks better bald. It's it? really weird. You posted a picture, picture of on you and your brother, or oh, maybe okay. no, no, maybe with your mates, like the, the oh, best yes. mates forever or something. Yeah, like when you were like old school right, right, with right. a mop. Yeah. Because I was like, <laughs> who the fuck is that kid? Oh, it's Smith. <laughs> yeah. Um, so yeah. So what's, what's the question though? So you can have anything you want. Everything you want. Oh, is this the same question? 
yeah, one year. But you have to give up year, one year. <laughs> no, like, like, you you have end, to give it back after at, year. at the end of that year, you are dead. You're executed. Oh, so it's like a final, kind of like a final yeah. wish type thing. You'll be smothered with a sweaty gi. There isn't. There isn't. I, there's not, I'm not. I mean, it has to be material. Well, like any everything and anything you've ever dreamed of, you would have because you would. There have is limitless. there is absolutely no material item that I'd wish for. You want exactly. to fucking see your kids grow up. That's what you want. Yeah. Yeah, exactly. But I, I think that's no, the opposite. But this right? is what I mean. This was a stupid question yeah, I came yeah, up with. A, this is, is a stupid question now. And it, but it depends <laughs> on why you. <laughs> don't know why depends. you brought it to the All podcast. Right. No, no, no. But hold on. But it depends. <laughs> you got it depends another question. You're asking. You're you're asking guys who've you know. Almost been here on Earth yeah. fifty years. We've seen it, been there, done yeah. there, you know, done that, whatever. And and also you you become wiser where you realise yeah. actually material items aren't the thing. But I think if you're asking an eighteen year old, you're asking your son or whatever. Yeah. I'm sure he's like, oh, you know, I want a Ferrari or this or that. Yeah. No, the I only think, person that's going to say yes to that is someone who's at the end of the line. Yeah. Who's yeah. on a, who's on a terminal you're cancer right. ward with right, four guys. weeks left, and they're like, bonus, bro. I, I can get an extra forty eight <laughs> weeks and all the shit I want. I'll yeah. take yeah. it. But otherwise, it's just. A, that, that's uh, terrible. terrible. I'm going to even cut this whole bit out. Cut it out. <laughs> All right, no, I'm not, I'm not going to. Um, what's the worst job you've ever had? What's the worst, what's the worst job you've ever had? Worst job? Yeah. Um, fucking hell, mate. It's, uh, then you're... I don't really want to talk about it. I don't want to talk about my, 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 my <laughs> work. Whatever, about. But, no, but, but what I would say, there's... I think, I think the ones where I'm, I feel particularly bitter about when I go back is where you've been taken advantage of when you were younger. So, for example, in McDonald's, I worked in McDonald's, Collindale McDonald's. Is that the worst job we've ever done? No, because there's, there's, there's different kinds of things. You know, there's, there's that kind of abuse they give you, and then there's that sort of like psychological, like, a, like when you're growing up and you've just got stress and you've got to get something done or you've got to basically just bite your tongue or whatever. Mm. I, I, look, job's a job, man. I, it's, again, as time's gone on, it's like you just... Yeah, sorry, you know, you say to the client, sorry, you know, they they shout at you and call you all sorts of names and you sort of go, whatever, man. Yeah. Who cares? I I've think it's whatever, bro. It's Hang on, let me just do your burger. <laughs> it's, 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 it's been on my mind because I'm thinking of changing uh, careers and I, I thought, I heard a rumour that you were possibly as well. And I thought, what's the worst job? I was thinking, what's the worst job of it? I mean, is this is this the worst job right now, or is it not? And no, it's not. If I look back at my teenage years, there were some pretty horrific jobs. Job, look, at the end of the day, everything is about what it comes down to is choice and time. Those are the two most sort of valuable sort of commodities: choice and time. Mm. Right? Time we can't return really back. Choice you can sort of, to a certain extent, you can bring yourself choice. That's what you want. You want choice. Ultimately, you want the choice of. Do I want to wake up or not? Do I want to just stay in bed today? Or do I want to go here or there? That's what you want. That's called retirement. Yeah. I That's mean, not a job. Choice, yeah. But yeah. no, but even in a job, like you're, if you're running a business or whatever, you want that choice. The ability to say, I don't want to do this today. I'm going to palm it off to somebody else or whatever. You want choice. Choice is the biggest thing. Choice is what makes you, the lack of choice is what makes you f- hate a job or hate something because you're doing See, this something. is a great question because this is, I think this is quite valuable information. Yeah, but, but yeah. That, that, that having ultimate choice, that is retirement. No, it doesn't, it doesn't matter what, it doesn't matter what uh, but, but job yeah. you have or what business you're running, you will have commitments that you cannot break. Otherwise, you break the job or the business. It might be once a year. It might be once every 10, 10 years. But there will yeah, be but something. James, but, it, but it's degrees of it. It's degrees of commitment. Like, okay, I can put it off today. Agreed. And, Agreed. I've got a commitment. You know, I've got a commitment. My, you know, I have a child. You know, it's like, okay, it doesn't matter. My wife can look after the child and I can go and do this. Yeah, there's, there's degrees. There's degrees of that. But I think... My egg-producing having... birth partner. 
Oh yeah, right? you, you can't, can't say, say wife. Can't say wife or mother, right? It's a politically you incorrect. You can't say person. wife. You can't That's say Jason said to anything. Me, yeah. Apparently, you can't say no, anything. I've not heard that before. Was it birthing mother? You, I remember you, you gave me that. They've apple, changed it. You gave me apple cider vinegar for my birthday. <laughs> Did you really? Well, I, I, well, I, I gave him a bottle of champagne. He gave me apple cider vinegar. Maybe it was champagne. Quick it just poll. <laughs> Quick poll, guys. All my listeners who uh, comment who comment on all my social media posts. Would you rather have for your birthday? Bottle of champagne. Moet mm. and Chandon Rosé. Mm. Which was bottle. fucking delicious, I have to say. Right? Mm. Which I gave Jason. Mm. Or, or what Jason gave me, which was... Apple, what, apple five, five litres, right? I'll give you one of them white cartons, right? No. Did I just, just chip me on that as well? <laughs> <laughs> I just <laughs> poured it into bottle. an empty water bottle. Gave me one bottle. <laughs> it's really you like that. Like that's like a hard, that's a hard got, question. No, no, but check, no, but check this out. But he actually, on the bottle, instead of like putting a little sort of tag on it or happy birthday or whatever... He got a bit of finger tape. <laughs> yeah, did you really? <laughs> I still got I it. I use that shit for everything. Yeah. Um, he got a bit of finger tape I don't and he wrote know on it. Go for it. And, and, and he, with a bit where it said something about mother, because there was something written on there, wasn't it? Like with mother's. Motherfucker. Mother <laughs> <laughs> no, I gave you the carton. I must have done it. No, you gave me the bottle. Drink the bottle, this, motherfucker. The apple, apple cider vinegar bottle. And apparently, something about oh, mother's. Oh, Bregs. I bought you the Bregs one, the glass bottle. Yeah, glass Yeah, that's the expensive, so expensive one. I don't even <laughs> yeah. drink that one. Yeah, it's six quid so instead expensive. of five. I don't even <laughs> drink the Bragg's one. I get that's what I was saying. I get these white cartons from this farm oh. place. The Bragg's oh. is like the Moet and Chandon. I think yeah. or my apple cider vinegar. Just skipped a beat. Oh, Jason, you are such a nice guy after all. You really pushed out. Uh, I would sorry. appreciate the cider vinegar. I think you'd be in a bit, a bit, right? a great one, bit one of those, yeah. one of those presents, back, one of those <laughs> presents is. And is an easy, like, someone's birthday, buy my bottle of bubbles. Mm. And one of them is like, thoughtful. Yeah. I've mm -hmm. got a friend, he's moaning about, you were probably moaning about something. And I was saying to you, <laughs> apple cider vinegar is good. And then I thought, you know what? I can't afford any champagne. You were thinking of his, his health and his longevity, and I think that's a sweet. It's and funny, right? It's it, much, yeah, that's much more. Yeah, it's, it's it, more but it's interesting, right? Because quite often, for I was, I think I was thinking about this today or yesterday, that normally for like presents, you buy like alcohol and chocolates, maybe flowers. Okay, that's a different mm. case, but otherwise, alcohol and chocolates, right? Bad for you and really bad for you. Mm. But if you bought someone like loads of homegrown vegetables spinach. or mm. spinach or apple cider vinegar <laughs> or whatever, <laughs> you know what I mean? they like, fucking moan mate, like you a my bitch. Mate, uh, what? You brought me spinach. I bought what you some vitamins. Carrots and spinach. But what oh, you should but bring I is care that. for you. Like, dude, it is thoughtful. Bring me a pack of 20. <laughs> What do you say? Thoughtful. What do you say to your kids every day? You don't say to them, "Hey, make sure, make sure you have a fucking shot of whiskey when you at lunch time at school." You say, "Make sure you eat your vegetables." So I care. You can't win, like, Jace. You can't win. Yeah. No, I, don't I'm a winner. Don't bring me spinach, guys. I am don't a bring me carrots. That's not a birthday. In fact, thing. after we finished rolling earlier, you offered me a few healthy options. You didn't go, do you want to drink a whiskey? You went, do you want a protein shake or do you want this? Eggs and bacon or protein shake. To me. What's the worst job you've ever done? Well, it, it's actually a good no, question. But, on, but you didn't let me finish though. But oh, but continue. Sorry, yeah. sorry, so, sorry. So McDonald's. So you know the, the thing that's, you know, when you sort of look back and you feel bitter about it, is when they took advantage of you because yeah, you were younger, younger, right? So yeah. I remember McDonald's, and it was hilarious, right? They they said to me, you roll up, this is McDonald's drive through so fuck them. Um, and they said to me, and this, this is where I've grown up, so don't forget, all your mates are coming in, half the neighbourhood's popping in, right? So you're out there, and they said, right, oh, you're the new guy. So yep. They said, uh, what size? They looked at me, looked at me up and down, and said, oh, what size are you? You know, for the T-shirt and uniform. They said, we've only got an extra small. 
<laughs> right? Now, keep in mind, this is the 90s, guys. Is this in the Shire? It's in the night, yeah. Exactly, Sonny Crockett right? is wearing like baggy chinos. The version or whatever of McDonald's, right? So it was literally, um, and they, they said, this is like the mid-90s where everybody's wearing it. If you're like a medium, you're going to be wearing an XXL. I mean, yeah. everyone wore baggy clothes. That's right. We they, did, didn't we? So it wasn't like, is it is today, <laughs> where everyone's wanting, wanting you know, tight-fitted. Tight tight so Hammer said, time. Excess, that's all we've got in stock. If you want to wear that, wear that. And if not, you can't work until we get more stock of T-shirts. So, of course, I thought, fuck, you know, I'm not going to get paid. So I put on this T-shirt, and I kid you not, and I, and I don't know, hopefully people are watching this on YouTube as well, but when the T-shirt <laughs> ends... Mike half, discipline, bro. <laughs> half, sorry, half on, <laughs> half on your shoulder, like a girl's T-shirt, right? I've got a skin-tight <laughs> T-shirt on. And they said, now you can go and do the trash walk. Right, what which the, what's the, the trash, trash walk? walk? That's what he called you it. Which walk is, like a prostitute. <laughs> Take the trash <laughs> trashy walk. That's a trashy <laughs> walk. No, basically, you go out to the car park and you just with a bin bag and you just pick up all the crap that uh, people have thrown around. So of course, you go in. You go into the car park with this tight t-shirt on. Oh my! God. I mean, you might be familiar with people in tight t-shirts in car parks being yeah. a truck driver. Yes. But <laughs> nobody gave me money or offered me money. But of course, all your mates are in their cars, right? Hey, mate, how you doing? Hey, sweetheart. Hey, man. <laughs> you've been, you've been working t-shirt. out, bro. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> that, that was the worst thing. And then, of course, they say, um, so eventually my speciality became quarter pounders. And I can still Ooh, make which an cheese. absolute... Do you remember the quarter pounder with cheese deluxe? I don't think they make it anymore. Do you know what? No, that's, no. But that's the soundbite for the podcast. I can make one hell of a quarter pounder. I still know exactly how... I could walk in any McDonald's today... What is it? Thirty years later, mm. and still make a quarter pound with cheese. This doesn't like look that bun. difficult. Though, I tell you, I'll be honest no, with you. It, is, it looks it like is. bun, patty, cheese, onions, pickle, pickle. That's okay, it. ketchup, I, mustard. Bun. I will say something at, at <laughs> this point. He's pretty proud of that. He's pretty proud. I make I make the best burger. Do you? What on the p- plainette? On the plane. I make the best burger. What like in like, like barbecue? Or, like or? like on a barbecue no. or whatever. What but mean? I've got I've figured out all the. Best stuff. I'll save it for another episode. I make a Tune in burger. on another episode and I'll tell you about the save best that, but I'll tell, And we can part that to side for a second. Just, was just, that the worst just, job? Get back to your yeah, job. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because then what they do... How they long say, did you do they'll it? They'll say, oh, I lasted probably a, less than a month. The, the worst thing was what they would do, they will go, oh, tomorrow we've got a delivery coming at 5am, so can you be here at 5am? So you're like, yeah, sure, okay, I'll be there. Right, so you go in, you clock on. Then they go... Oh, the lorry's delayed. Uh, it's going to come at 8 p.m. So go uh, 8 a.m. 8 p.m. 8, 8 a.m. So it's going to come in three hours. So can make you drive in his truck, right? No, but they'll say, clock off and wait in the canteen. So you oh, sit there reading paper. Are you kidding me? Yeah, but you're too young like, and dumb no. to sort of yeah, argue yeah, of and say, hold on a minute, what's yeah, going on here? I'm, I'm here, so I want to be paid, right? And that's how they do it. They, they basically yeah. take, take do advantage Do you remember what your hourly rate was? It's like three pounds something. Isn't it crazy? We always We all remember those. My first job. It was only a part-time job, but it's £1.75 an hour. It's nuts, right? Fucking mad. Inflation, right? Hyperinflation, as Jason promised me during the days of... Can we say the COVID word? Well, you've just fucking have, haven't you? (laughs) Plandemic. You can say plandemic. Yeah, but during your plandemic... Cockdown. I remember you telling me about hyperinflation, and here we are today. Cost of living is is the word, or are the words on the tip of everyone's tongue. Oh, mate, I always talk about it, bloody... I bore my... Poor wife, I talk about this shit every day because I listen to a lot of politics, mm. political podcasts. And so, what was your what was your worst job? I want to hear Jason's first. Well, so I was. I thought done... I had an answer. Oh, and now I'm and now I had time to to chew I'm, on I'm, it. I'm sure bit. there are a lot of shit jobs we've done. Yeah, I'm just. Um, 
It depends. It you know what? It's it's different things for different times in your life. Because I had mm. jobs when I was younger that I, I wouldn't do for three seconds now, but right. at the time they were all right. Mm. So I think my like best job, worst job experience. I worked at Tesco. I still fucking work at Tesco. <laughs> but I worked at Tesco for a few years when I was probably like. I think you could. I think they wouldn't take you below seventeen, something like that. seventeen to probably about twenty-two, twenty-three, like weekends, evenings, and on the fruit and veg. So it was like physically like a hard job: potatoes, bananas. Mm. Like it was a hard job. But there was about a year or so where me and my friend Taze, shout out to Taze. I know you don't even listen to these. Right? <laughs> well, one of my best friends. He doesn't even fucking listen to the podcast. But if you if you listen to this one, Taze, remember when we used to work at Tesco? So, and that actually, that's what his name is, Tassos. Did you and, have to say it like that? Taze. Well, this from Tesco, right? Oh, his right. name is Tassos. We used to call him Tass. And English people, this bear in mind, this 30 years ago, where, it was like an English place. It was like English boys all in there. So they used to call him Taz. Taz. Like, so then he started, we started calling him Taz because that's what they call him. And then he started calling me Jazz. But anyway, so we, for about a year, year and a few months, me and him were filling up the fruit and veg overnight on a Saturday night. Right. So we'd start at 10 o'clock at night and we'd finish at eight in the morning on a Saturday night when you're like 19. So everyone, every other motherfucker yeah. is out getting drunk, clubbing, yeah, yeah. whatever. And we're like, not, we're, we're, we're working. And so it was really bad because of the, the, the you mess up your whole weekend. Then you sleep all Sunday mm. and then you wake up like Sunday evening and then you can't go back to sleep. Then you're back to college, school, whatever. But we had the, it was so funny. because So what happened was, the proper night crew, they started, uh, so maybe we started at, no, we started at midnight and they, the night crew started at 10 o'clock. So we were out of sync with all of their, like when they started, when they had tea breaks, all of that stuff. So basically they would start at 10 o'clock, we would come in at 12 and they would have their first tea break at like one in the morning. So they all go upstairs for half an hour and we'd just sit down and do nothing. Then they'd come down, then we'd go upstairs and have our lunch break and there was a pool table up there, but we were the only people in the canteen. Mm. So we'd put 20p in there and we'd get plastic cups and put them in the pockets and then we'd just play pool oh, for like, smart. until literally until someone came upstairs, we'd just play pool, sometimes for three hours. Then we'd go back downstairs again and do a bit of work. Then they'd have their second tea break, so they'd come upstairs and we'd just sit down and do nothing. And then it was like time to go home. that bad. Right, but it, was, but it was Saturday night. You're giving yeah, up your Saturday night when you're yeah. 19. Ben, you, you can't but, apply for it now. This is the cast. <laughs> but, but, <laughs> but it gets better. It gets better. Listen to this. Especially the pool. I was thinking, that's genius. It, 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 listen to, it gets better. So this, none of what I'm about to say is true because as Smith has reminded me before, there's no statute of limitations. Not in the UK. So we used to, we used to literally spend maybe like an hour at a time. None of this is true just going through like the cherries or the gra the white grapes mm. and looking for like the, you know, like the unicorn. Like, look at this cherry. Right, I'm going to eat that one. <laughs> just literally going through 60 boxes, cartons of cherries, just going through with your hands, go, look at that one. Right, I'm going to eat that one. So that was our first half of our thing. We just used to eat fruit. 
And then the, <laughs> and then the second terrible. half, right? Were you scared half of scurvy or anything like that? Was, was that the, when the, the bakers used to come in at five in the morning and they were like all geezers as well, like all fucking geezers. So they used to come in and start baking and start making donuts. And then they used to just call us and say like, donuts, donuts are like coming out. And like we so just used, fresh we used to go in there, get hot fresh donuts, oh, and we hungry. and do you know how they put the jam in them? Don't they inject it in there? Yeah. So you have got like this kind of hopper which is filled with jam, and it's got a little nozzle. And when you press a donut on mm. it, it, so you used to just go like, yeah, yeah, till the jam was like coming out everywhere. And then we used to <laughs> eat like a couple of hot donuts, go upstairs, like have another tea break. So so this was like our, our sort of existence, and then we'd. Everyone else would get in in the morning and nothing would be done. And every week we used to come up with an excuse about like why we why we didn't finish the, doing the, the work. The cherries were just too no, difficult no, like, to put out. No, no, like the fucking the night people, they blocked us in or the lorry didn't come or they made us throw stuff down they the compactor for a year, right? For a year we Back made excuses out. about why we never did any work. <laughs> and, then, and then we went on holiday. So we went on holiday, and obviously while we were on holiday, they had they got one other guy to come in and do the work because no one would do it, and they mm. only managed to find one guy. They found they got this one he guy. He did the work of two men. He was finished by like five o'clock in the morning. <laughs> <laughs> so we came back from holiday, and they were like, "You're not fucking doing yeah, this anymore." Like, uh, <laughs> was it Taze? Yeah, Taze. Yeah, Taze. Uh, we don't need you anymore. Yeah, yeah. Okay, guys. Larry, Larry came in and did it. In that was, like that was the hours. end of that job. But, but, but you're talking about it. But just going quickly, just going back. So, but I couldn't do I, it now. I, I moved. So then I moved to this from McDonald's. I moved to this place. I'm not. Gonna Sorry, I interrupted your story. I'm not, I'm not giving. No, no, that's no. No, I, I remember something because you're talking about that, you know, abusing shop hours or whatever you want to call it. But um, none of what I said was true. No, of course not. And uh, neither is what I'm about to say. But um, I end up working at this kind of computer place, right? No, no guessing the names or anything. But it's a computer, computer printers, that sort a of stuff. A computer place, right? And um, we started working there. So again, it was the same sort of thing where they said, right, we need you guys for the night time because we want to do some movements, you know, move around some stuff, whatever, and the aisles, rearrange stuff. So, of course, one guy who was like an older guy, we were like 16 or 17 or something, and um, he said, boys, look what I've got here. And he, had a, he had a bottle of whiskey. So we were like, you know, 16, 17 years old. We are like, oh, my God, this is going to be fantastic. And so what they would do, they would just basically wait for all the staff to go. They'd pull out a couple of boxes. I mean, these boxes are huge. You know, it's got computers, monitors. Print. You pull out one of them, and you basically sit down behind them, inside Ooh. the aisle, and you, <laughs> you create a little room, right? Beautiful. And we just sit there for like four, you know, four of us. Beautiful. And um, just drinking. Eventually, it's like, right, guys, we've got to do some work. And he was the supervisor. Guys, we've got goes, to do something. We some better work. do something. And, and one of the tasks was, they had this aisle, and I don't know if you, you, you've noticed, but you know, like, they, they store all, instead of having a warehouse, they store a lot of the stuff yeah. above on the yeah. aisle, right? So he said, the guy had said, what we want you to do is just empty that aisle completely, mm. and then move everything, to that aisle. So effectively, What's yes. What's the get, fucking point of that? I don't, I don't know. What but Just trying to use so, your time, isn't So it? basically what they said was, right, so those huge boxes at the top, we're going to get them down, then put them on the other aisle, <laughs> right? So of course, having had a couple of drinks, our supervisor decides, he says, actually, this is going to take too long to bring them down. Because <laughs> what you do, Smith, you wait down there. What we'll do is, we'll take the box, we'll just chuck it down, you catch it, pass it to the other guy, and he'll walk it up on the little stair thing. What, what was in them? Um, printers, oh, like stuff that you're gonna shit. break. It's heavy shit. Heavy, yeah, heavy shit. Heavy. Right. So it's imagine I'm down. Sixteen year old trying to carry yeah. a fucking. So I'm down there, right? Like going, 
oh, okay, yeah, yeah. And they're like, two of them are sort of pushing this box slowly. So I start seeing this box kind of teetering. <laughs> Eventually the box is coming at me and I just basically went, yeah. step to the right. <laughs> and just heard, boom. Picked up the box and it was like, just everything shaking. <laughs> shaking inside there. <laughs> you and we just went. Did you right. have to wear a tight top for that as well? Put out. <laughs> no, because if I had the muscles, then I would have just caught that, right? Oh yeah. But um, yeah. yeah, literally just moved out of the way. I like how he just got teen underage boys pissed up. Very I mean, irresponsible. Sounds, sounds great. I That's mean, what in you 90s, should be doing. I mean, in the nineties, you could get away with this sort of stuff. I mean, certainly Jimmy Savile did as well, right? Fuck you know. But um, yeah. I, was, I wasn't thinking about Jimmy Savile earlier. But I was thinking about that earlier about. Growing up now with everything being filmed and recorded compared to when we were young. Mm. I mean, I've said this a number of times and I'll say it again. If everything I'd ever, ever done was, re I'd still be in prison. I would have been in a lot of trouble. By the way, trouble. guys, that's just, I would have been in a Jason's lot of just being a bit dramatic. No, but I just, didn't actually do nothing terrible, but stupid <laughs> shit, like just retarded of things. Course. I'd have got caught doing drugs at work all the fucking time. Like all kinds of just, Idiot kid things that yeah. you're supposed to do, you do when you're a kid. Shit. You you're do supposed do to do shit. stupid shit when you're a kid. That's what being a kid is about. I remember one time I used to work um, in, in the town I, I grew up in. There was only one music shop, and this music shop also sold like hi fi's, and it was also a mm. stroke, a video shop. It was like one of the coolest places you could work in the town. And I was so jammy, got a job in there. And I was in there with this girl one time, we were working. Oh, fucking, I think I'd done some speed and I smoked a bit of weed. <laughs> For some stupid, retarded reason. I went, do you think I could lift this part of the front desk up? Which had all glass sliding doors and all, all these high item, high high items, items yeah. in it. And I lifted it up and all the fucking doors fell out and smashed. Everything just fell apart. And I'm holding it going, fuck, I don't know what to do. I don't know what to do. Ella, what should I do? If that had been caught, I mean, I don't know how we blagged our way yeah, out. I was say, what did you actually say? I got her to... Phone the manager and explain it and said, oh, Ben was just trying to fix this thing. And I didn't lose my job over it. But if that had been caught on camera, yeah. they'd have gone, well, you clearly just, well, A, we saw you doing drugs. <laughs> <laughs> we saw for no reason at all. You lifted up this fucking top of this fucking desk and everything fell apart, you fucking retard. But you know, you know what else is more kind of worrying? So there's, there's obviously like the, the immediate effect and immediate impact of, look, here's a video of you doing fucking eating cherries, right? Mm. You're, you're, you're done. But it's like the, especially like with what's happening now with the, with the AI, is that it's learning everything about you. Fuck yeah. And if it's learning about you from when you're one or two or three or four or five years old or whatever, it literally knows what you're going to do. Yeah, it will predict your stupidity. Yeah, and it will fucking yeah, punish you before say, you do it. It will say, Smith, um, don't think about drinking tonight at work and making a little cubby hole in the middle of an aisle because <laughs> I know you think you're, well, you're young and the you, boss is saying do it but so, you know but you know what's it. already happening what's already happening this is documented is that um, the the social media algos will, mm. will pick up that you are pregnant before you know because they're so already without really good AI yet they're already so tuned in to like how fast you're scrolling mm. and which things you start to look at mm. subtly different from what you did. Mm. And then they'll start showing you stuff about babies in cribs and you're like, that's weird. Why is that shit coming up? And mm. then you find out four weeks later, I'm pregnant. Mm. It knows before you do. Yeah. And that's the AI has not really 
taken off yet. It's in. No, it's I mean, ChatGPT we've been talking about, right? It's in its it's in its infancy, infancy but yeah. early days. Even yeah. without that, it they in inverted commas know everything yeah, you're that, thinking. That, that, doing. that wasn't that film, uh, was it? Minority Report. Yeah, but that it? was a film. Yeah, this no, is saying, real. That was that was different. Yeah, but I mean, if you think about it, in a few years' time, and this this is coming. Your phone is listening to you all the time. So, of course, it will know you better. A few months' time, not a few years. Well, it, but your phone will be with you pretty much, unless you decide to get rid of your smartphone. It will know it will know you better than anyone else on the planet knows you because 100%. it's with you all the time. And you're right, it will start to predict your your uh, behaviour patterns this, and all sorts. There was, there was this thing I read uh, recently and the, the thread got deleted for whatever reason. But apparently, uh, Meta, Facebook were... Mm. Uh, their engineers have been developing this thing where I think I was telling you right the, that the AI basically recreates you. So ostensibly, the use is yes, the I've use heard, case yeah. is if yeah. you die, yes, you will keep interacting with everybody. Yeah. They've the done same. it with certain historical figures, right? Yeah, they? yeah, yeah. And that's what they're going to do. It's what's but, weird, as I said, I mean, not that I'm some sort of soothsayer um, or Cassandra, but I said to Rachel probably like 10, 15 years ago when I was just sort of Rachel, Rachel. As I was just sort of winding down my acting career and she was also about to be a teacher, I said, in the future, and and now I'm like, well, of course this will happen, but at the time this was me just speculating, in the future you, you'll be able to watch a film with actors that have, 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 have passed away. So let's say yeah. Humphrey Bogart, they're, they're, the AI will just go, this is how he acts, this is his style, and this is a film with it. And, or let's say 50 years from now, Jude Law's dead or... Tom Hardy or someone, mm. they'll just go, right, well, we want to make, we, we own his image, we own the rights to his image yep. and blah, blah, and his voice and his physicality. And now you'll just be able to watch well, a, a film you, with him in it and he's I'll, not in it. I'll yeah. one-up one you on that. Oh, come on. With same, um, not, not, to, not to disagree, but within two or three years, you'll be able to make a film with Hunt, Humphrey Bogart on mm. your phone or with on your PC. With you in it as well, about jujitsu, but exactly what he would have thought about it and how he would have done it. Mm. And you'll be able to do it on your phone in like an overnight by using a AI interface yeah, where you'll just I'm, say, Boom, and it and it will be Hollywood quality, 8K, yeah. Dolby surround. That would be amazing though, wouldn't it? It, that would it, be cool. <laughs> it will, but again, like how is it going to change... Well, Society, because well, we, we I was thinking so, follow celebs at the moment. I right? was thinking this. This is why I started playing around with this idea. Because I said I think acting will, as because that was my career. I thought I think acting will change in the future because I think we'll be replaced by AI and it will be just as good as the the real thing. Like, take, pick any Hollywood star. Yeah. But that's even more interesting to put yourself. Say, I want. The main role to be me. Yeah, you can personalize. Well, it's the same it. with music. You you could say to AI, look, I want to hear a, a Beatles song that's never about jujitsu. <laughs> yeah, it's about jujitsu. Yeah, and that's never been heard before, and it's in their style, and it's their voices, and it will just go, "Yep, done that. Do you want to listen to it now? Yeah. Yep, play. Hear jujitsu. Yeah, we all roll in the yellow submarine. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, <laughs> I, I was going to tell you about my badge. That thing, yeah, mine has hey, changed. Hey, bro. <laughs> My uh, mind's changed. Like I always would have said what I'm about to say, but I've had some shocking driving jobs that were awful for stress reasons. But again, it was back to when I was younger. So I was about 17, 18. No, I think I was 18. My dad, very sweetly, had bought me a car for my 18th, uh, my 17th birthday. Uh, but it was a right piece of shit. It was uh, an old 
mini metro orange mini metro and it was on its last legs and my mum he didn't tell my mum he was like this car was parked out the front of our house and I thought my dad was just doing some repairs on it because he used it's to It's like be... literally Simon's car from oh, the in-between like, us, right? This is the in-between us, right? He had the oh, yellow, yeah. whatever <laughs> yeah, it was. Yeah, yeah, it is. Anyway, I thought it was just parked on our driveway because dad still, even though he was a teacher at the time, sometimes he would fix people's yeah, cars. cars or whatever. So do you um, think like, whose shitty car is that? Whose shitty is that? I can't, I can't remember this bit, actually. I probably did. I probably thought, no, I might have thought it was quite cool. Cause it was dad! Like, anyway, he, who's shit he my, my dad never, also, dad my dad never went and bought a present for, for us kids. It was always my mum bought it, and mm. I'm sure he contributed, but he had no decision-making process in it. And there was a little envelope that had my name on it. My mum went, oh, you can open this early if you want, because your dad's left you something. I went, okay. So I opened it, and it was these keys. And I was like, I was like what, the, what the fuck? I'm kicking you out, son. It looks like fuck off. You're 17, fuck it. I was like, it looks like car keys, bum. And he went, she was like, oh, God. He hasn't, has he? Oh, no. Oh. So she got the phone, phone up, went, I've just let Ben open these, this envelope, but there's some keys in them. We think they're car keys. Because I've put two two together. I'm thinking, it must be for the car around the front. And she, he went, oh, you silly woman, that was meant to be, I wanted to be there when he opened that up. <laughs> anyway, it was for this car. But it was, the car was a bag of shit. Anyway, I was very, was, well, I remember crying. I was so, like, overwhelmed. I can't believe I've got a car. I was like, you fucking, you, you fucking twat, dad. You twat. Anyway, got this car. Within a few months. Get outside. <laughs> <laughs> yes, this is what it was like. Within a few months, it was fucked. Now, part of the reason, <laughs> part of the reason was I took it up on this hill uh, it's just on the edge of my town called Roundway Hill. And I basically thought I was a rally driver. So I'm doing handbrake <laughs> turns and all sorts in this car. I completely destroy the subframe. One of the wheels, one of the tires came off the rim of the fucking wheel. And this is before mobile phones. So we've, we've broken down on this hill that is about a mile away from the town. And the nearest phone box is at the bottom of the hill. So I said to my mate, I thought, oh, my dad's going to fucking kill me. So he went, oh, 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 you stay with the car. I'll walk all the way down to the, to the phone box and, and I'll phone my dad and he can come and try and fix it. So he fucking off he went and me and the rest of my mates were just smoking and stoned going, what the fuck am I going to do? What the fuck am I going to do? I don't know what you're going to do. And um, a, a dog walker came by and went, you're right, you're right, boys. You're okay. Obviously not because the car was like on its <laughs> side or whatever. Like, the the, 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 the tyres just randomly fallen off the, the car. And he went, oh, okay. I could give one of you a lift down to the phone box. So they passed my other mate on the way down. Phone my mate's dad. He came up. He went, oh, that's fuck all I can do without boys. It's absolutely fucked. <laughs> so he went to my dad's house. My dad came up in his Land Rover, fucking fuming, sorted the tyre out, towed it home, put it, booked it into a garage. And it was going to be like £700 to repair the subframe. And all this. There was more than the car was worth. Mm. The car was worth like £300. Ladies and gentlemen, this was back in 1993. Gosh's uh, first car, which was back in like 2015 or whatever, was yeah. 250 quid. There you go. So you can still find them. All right, the you blue can still arrow. find them. <laughs> you can still find them. But um, so my dad put it in the garage. Um, they said, they obviously quote saying it's going to be 700 pounds. And my mum was like, how the fuck is he going to pay for this? You know, he hasn't got a job. He's fucking 17. So my dad went, I'll pay, I'll pay for it. He can pay me back. So I felt like really like obliged to pay this debt back. So I got a job in the most infamous place in the town, which was Toft's Sandwich Factory. And everyone, everyone that had ever worked there, worked there a day, maybe two days, week tops. And I thought, well, I, 
<laughs> how bad is this job? Can't be that bad, yeah. I've got, I've got to do it. You know, even if it is awful, I've, it's going to take me months to pay off this £700 worth of debt. So I work at the sandwich factory. It was awful. You started at six in the evening. You finished about four in the morning. And obviously I then had to go to college the next day. So I was absolutely fucking exhausted. You're on your feet all the time. It's obviously it's monotonous because you're either just putting tomato on the top of a sandwich as it goes along. Was well, it up. you who puts all the tomato like, on one side and then the other side is bread nothing. with nothing in it? <laughs> Not me, my friend. Fuck I'll get on to that. Not me. Then you, you, the, the longer the, the time you spent there, you got the better job. So you start on mm. tomatoes, then you might be on, I don't know. No, it's like else. Uh, coming to America. First of all, you're washing lettuce. Yes. You know, then... Yes, it is. So yeah, lettuce <laughs> is a good job. Lettuce was a good job. But then you get further and further up. Then you're on flipping lids, which meant you just put the top layer of bread on the sandwich and then the better, job, lids. the better job from that was turning the turning the sandwich 90 degrees so it would go through the cutter perfectly straight but the most so you'd be there for hours so you'd be there for like 10 12 up to 14 hours it was you're you're on your feet all day and you're with the people who that is their full-time job and they obviously lifers we used to call them in tesco's when we because we were part-timers we used to yeah. call them lifers so they're people that are not the brightest you know iq of maybe 80 and it's you, you can only have small talk conversations. Is, is 80 not good? No. Damn it. 81's right. <laughs> Damn it. 81's right. So you can't really have much of a conversation because people are fucking retarded. The radio was just so quiet, you just quite couldn't hear what the tune was. You could, oh, just some that's tinny, some tinny think, noise. I think that's that. Oasis. I yeah. think that's Live, Live Forever. Or, oh, is it? Yeah, oh, that's no. really annoying, right? No, I think it's Boney M. Oh, I don't know what it is. Boney M. So... Um, <laughs> It was an awful job, awful, because I was exhausted. Where it became an even worse job was because I was standing up in mine in below five degrees temperatures. Cheers, Cheers boys. Let me just Cheers. let me. Cheers. And if water. anyone who's listening to this now, if you have a drink in your hand, <coughs> cheers yeah, to you. Cheers Thank to you for listening. But this job, this this job led me into becoming a drug addict. <laughs> so it wasn't all bad then. <laughs> so it wasn't all bad. So why do you say it's the worst job? Um, because it turned me into a drug addict. <clears throat> because I found that having two hours sleep, well, I often would get home from the job and just smoke weed and then just go straight to college. But I was like, I was fucked. <laughs> and I was like, I've only paid my dad off £45. Because it was like, again, minimum wage. you spend the rest on drugs? Yeah, some of it was on drugs. <laughs> but I, really, I was like, oh, what drugs will keep me awake? <laughs> Speed. So from the downers to the uppers. But the thing is, like, if, if you'd have actually sort of had, sat down and had the proper conversation with your dad, right? Look, dad, I'm... I know you said I need to pay you this money back. I've got this job. It's mm. killing me. I'm not sleeping properly. I'm, I'm going to get thrown out of college because mm. I can't concentrate and I've started doing speed. Yeah. Do you still want the money back? <laughs> you, you've got to and remember. probably said no, right? This, this is the answer. <laughs> I was also slightly retarded because I was 17. So I was like, oh, I've got to do it because I owe my dad. It's a, it's a matter of order. Yeah. Pride, I, yeah. I've just got to suck up. So oh, then I started, doing, I started nah. doing... Speed no. and fucking MDMA or ecstasy as it was back then. None of these things are true, by the way. These things are all true. Um, <laughs> so I got mad. I got so dependent on drugs. I was just doing drugs every day. And then I started going, oh, your drugs are quite nice. Because you smoked weed. You were like, oh. Smoke weed cool. every day. But now I was like, now I was doing fucking amphetamines every day. And I was getting thinner and thinner every day. And thinner every day. And then I was getting into other drugs and all sorts. 
Anyway, by the time I paid this debt off, I weighed seven and a half stone. (laughs) 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 It took a few months. So we're back to where we started off from, right? How to lose weight over the course of the year. So I was right when I said, have you got addicted to glue in the meantime? (laughs) Yeah, well, it's a different type of glue. So, um, but but even my, I, I paid off the debt and obviously I was quite ill. But the, but the rest never, of your life has been the, spent paying for The rest it. of my life has been chased by a fucking snail. No, but, uh, <laughs> the rest of my life, I've been trying to put the weight back on. But I got so ill, because I went through... I think I fell into that habit. I then paid the debt back. Uh, I got my car back, blah, 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 blah. But then I was just doing drugs. So by the time I went to university, like two years later... What did you study at uni? Did you say before? Uh, Performing arts. Chemistry. Degree in performing arts. (laughs) Yeah, it should have been chemistry. I would have been bloody good if it was chemistry. Breaking bad. Oh, it would have been good, wouldn't it? But um, Performing arts. Yeah, performing arts. But yeah, so that got me into my drug addiction. And then that then pushed me into worse and worse drugs. And then I was in the grip of a drug addiction. So that was, I would always cite that as my worst job working in the the sandwich factory. It was also what people did because people were in there for hours. They were bored. Hmm. They would, that's why I never buy shop-bought sandwiches. Oh, people shit. Would I have one put, quite often. It's gonna, put you're cubic gonna... hair in it. They would spit in it. They would snot in it. They would eat bits yeah, of Yeah, they hand, can't do that now because it's all robots. Yeah, now it's all robots. It's all robots, robots bro. But people would take... Robot don't spit in your sandwich, eat, bro. They would put stuff, they would eat a piece of ham and put it back in. It was but revolting. You, but you, you're talking about that, but at McDonald's I saw a very similar thing where, oh, gosh. I must say... Oh, I mean, don't smit. No, 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 I still no, eat no, a McDonald's. No, no, no. I don't no, eat no, anymore. Props, no, props to McDonald's. They were very, very meticulous about, you know, you've got to wash your hands and this and that. But what they do, the amount of pressure they put on the staff, and this is, you know, a serious point, mm. that it's not the rules, it's the pressure you put on the staff. So what they would do, they would go... Because everything, you know, first you put down 12 buns. And mm. the buns come out in like whatever, forty seconds. In the meantime, you've got to put you know everything's in sequence. Mm. Now, if you drop one bun, right, your whole sequence is fucked, right? You've still got now you've got uh, a one patty that's like just going cold, and your supervisor going, "Why is that one patty? Oh, I'm waiting for another bun. Oh, now that's gone cold. So throw it away." And you do it three times, and they'll go, "Go home." Seriously? Yeah, go home. So if, again, like I, you know, as I was talking about before, that because you're young, you don't know your rights. Mm. You've only been there two days. You've dropped a bun on the floor, or half mm. a half bun, or whatever. And they'll say, third time. Well, that's the third time now. Go home. And you're like, I've only been in an hour. You come home at like sort of five past nine. Your mum's like, take that, t- take that tight t-shirt off. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> what are you doing back home? What are you doing back home? So of course, then you go. So of course, what happens? Then you see people sort of going, look round. Oh, I've dropped one of the buns. Stick it back on mm. because you're going to lose your job or you're not mm. going to get paid. Yeah, we, that was the thing. We couldn't stop the assembly line because time was money. Correct. Yeah, exactly. But and that's why then people take shortcuts. Yeah. Well, I remember when I first, the first day I was there, they were like, uh, you, you'd overmake the order, let's say, of cheese and pickle sandwiches. They go, guys, just help yourself to the sandwiches. And I go, oh, all right. I was like, I'll take some home for my mum and dad and my brother. And my mate was like, don't touch them. I was like, why? He goes, uh, you, uh, you, you'll see in about a week's time. Yeah. <laughs> Obviously, a week's time, I saw the shit that went on. And I was like, oh, yeah. Okay, we'll take I would have killed my mum. You would have taken a long time to get out of that. Yeah, but, but speaking of bad jobs, have you heard the Michael Bisping? I don't know if it's on his documentary talking about his first job when he was trying to be a fighter. No. Where, where, he, where he lived, I can't remember the town that he lived. It was like a proper rough, you know, up north somewhere. Yeah. Like nothing, horrible place. And there was a massive, like industrialised abattoir there. Right. And his first job was... Uh, the piffle, piffle man. Piffle. Yeah, I've always wondered. You know, people pyramid of oh, piffle. piffle. A what pyramid is piffle? of piffle, as Boris yeah. said once. Check this what shit out. Check this shit out. What's the piffle man? I think he said he stayed there two days and he left. The piffle man has a piffle rod. 
<laughs> right? Okay. Yes, well, much worse than you wanna, think. I don't know if I want to know this. Where's right? this rod going? So they bring, they bring the cow in. Yeah, you'll, you'll find out. They bring Alive. the cow in. Of course. Alive. They bring the, the, this cow in. They've got this bolt gun, right, that they, yeah. that they shoot in its head. Yeah. So they, they, mm, bring, they yeah. pull it into this. No, they don't fucking stun it. They bring it in. It's like a metal bolt. Yeah, you know? to stun it. No, to kill it. Oh, okay. No, if it's the bolt gun, it goes... They put a bolt gun in its head, it just pumps... (laughs) It just pneumatically pumps a piston straight into the animal's brain. Mm. But obviously the nervous system freaks out, right? Mm. So the piffle man's job is this rod, he sticks it in the, the top of the neck in the spinal cord... And just rips it through the whole spinal cord to, to through the vertebrae to rip the spinal cord out. That was his job. So you're standing in front of this cow. They bolt it in the head. The blood fucking sprays out everywhere, and you go with this rod through its back and rip it out, and the thing falls on the floor. Nice. That was his job. And it was like I went like the first day, whatever I did it. I kind of forced myself the second day, and then halfway through the shift, I was like, "Fuck this, going home." So that's a bad job. That sounds awful. I was working there, it was awful. Right, I've got another question. Because I think that's going to be the theme of the podcast, right? We didn't know. I didn't mean it. That's a good one. That's happened naturally, hasn't it? Are we all right for time, Smith? Yeah, where was it? 72? Yeah, we got like three hours today. We're good, man. Or four hours. Here's a question. So, this is another one that I've started asking on the podcast, which you maybe they've. No, maybe these ones haven't happened yet. You're trapped in a TV show for a month. What would you pick? I don't really watch TV anymore, do you? That's the next question. That's the lead. It's trapped in a TV show. Well, that's a good question. Uh, Probably like no reality. Probably like a a Star Wars TV show. Like, but then there's danger in there, isn't there? I was going to say like Obi Wan Kenobi, or there's a new series called Ahsoka, which. As we speak now, isn't out, but by the time this is released, the first two episodes may be released. But there's oh, a lot of danger. Bullshit! That's that orange chick, right, with the yeah. stupid hair. She's, I love her. She's one of my favourite characters. Um, <laughs> I'm at the moment. Um, well, seeing as no one else wants to answer. Yeah, you go first. At the moment, I think I'm on the A team. I'll <laughs> be like the fifth. You're always guy on the A-team. run. You're always on the run. Soldiers you, of fortune. You always win. Yes. You, it's always cool. It's always good fun. Yeah. The plan always comes together. Wouldn't Murdoch get on your tits? Yeah. No. Nah, no every time you have to get in a plane, on a plane, you, you get punched in the face. Yeah, you'll be like, I'm, shit, I've I'm got to get, get on a plane. I'm Didn't the fifth no member of the A-team. Which member would you be? I'm the fifth one. Yeah, I'm, fifth I'm one. me. Gary. I'm me. Gary. <laughs> you ben. got B.A.? Ben. Herbal. You got, you got ben, face, ben, 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 Ben. I'm Ben. Gary. What's your special skills, Gary? Oh, Jiu-jitsu, bro. We're good at talking. <laughs> I'm good at talking on podcasts. Yeah, I do podcasts. Um, so it can be any... You, you, you can, can go, be anyone pal. in anything. Okay. Um, I'm, I'm going to be... At the moment, I mean, it's, it's like you, you don't have to commit to it for I a mean, while. I love the 18 because we used to play the 18, bro. I used to be BA because I wanted to be the strongest. Da, 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 da. Shut up, fool. Da, da, da. Don't and, give me no back talk, sucker. And, do, and <laughs> did you know that um, a bit of trivia for you yeah. here, that... Um, George Peppard was the yep. right. Mm. He wouldn't talk to yeah, they yeah, they hate on, Mr. They? T, right? Yeah, because he became a bigger star. Yeah, yeah Oh yes, yeah, it was yeah, supposed yeah, to yeah, be a vehicle yes. created for George yes, Peppard, yes, and right. obviously everyone wanted to be BA. Yeah, I did. Instead of the old pedo-looking guy with a cigar, 
They yeah. were like, you want to be Mr. T, right? I mean, Hannibal was cool, but I just thought BA was better. Do you know what always really bothered me? I don't know if you remember A-Team really well, because it was one of my favourite shows. In the beginning credits, Mr. T would like turn, but he would always knock his elbow slightly, just slightly on the bit of the car, didn't he? he didn't, it wasn't like a smooth transition where he went... It was the 80s, doo, 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 doo. He just went like this, he went... <laughs> I'm going to go back and check that. Oh, he always did. As he did, he went dunk, and then he goes over it. He didn't just go for you people visually looking. He didn't just go. Right, he clipped it on the. I'm sorry, Mister T. Can we just retake that? Shut up, fool! Shut up, fool! <laughs> you get one take. You got, <laughs> you got what you got. Ain't um, gonna be no reruns. I don't know what. what God. I mean, that was a big favorite of mine as a kid. But also things like Night Rider and Knight Street Rider? Hawk right. and Airwalk. Was it called Airhawk? Airwolf? Airwolf. 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 And Blue Thunder. Blue Thunder, yeah. Fucking helicopter battles of the shows, right? Blue Thunder against Airwolf. Airwolf looked cooler. Airwolf looked much cooler. Um, Airwolf. I, you know what? I just bought the other day. I, I can't remember why. I think maybe we had some music on at Resistance. Oh, yeah, that's right. We were at sparring class on Wednesday. And Mike just had some like kind of Top Gun music and stuff on. I was like, I need to get an 80s CD. Mm. That thing that I put on when that you were awesome. home now. Yeah, I was, I was loving that. Straight on eBay. I was like, on a tip for anyone, eBay Music Magpie. They've got fucking loads of cheap secondhand CDs. Straight on eBay, 80s like music. I've got this CD. It's the fucking best CD I've ever had. That was bought. a good CD. I thought it was your mix. It's got, every, it's the double CD. It was £2.80. It's a double like theme tunes. Oh mate, it's got everything. No, it was just wasn't it? It was just. It's got it's got um, Axel F. It's got Crockett's theme. It's got. But it's all theme tunes. All theme tunes. Back to the Future, Flash Dance, Fame, Ghostbusters. Yeah, I was in the shower. Everything just came on. I went. Who's it? Was it? Was it called? If you want to, if you're, if you're an old motherfucker, and you want a recommendation, I think it's called Eighties Theme Tunes. It's like a, it's like a. 80s glossy mm. half photoshopped woman leaning on a on a car yeah, yeah, is yeah, the yeah. cover it's fucking brilliant I've got a now that's what I call music number one that must be worth a fortune shout out to Robert Lauf is it a double tape double tape yeah yeah shout yeah. out to Robert Lauf we had, we had this kid at school who, who incidentally, I'm sure, uh, well, he, there's no way he listens to this anyway. I'm sure he won't mind <laughs> I love your shout. shout out to Tate. Oh, Tate <laughs> oh, won't ever listen, listen, to, listen this. to this. <laughs> Robert Lauf was the fat kid at school. And I have mentioned him before because I remember him at school being like, Robert Lauf, man, he's well fat. And then about five years ago... Now there's about 10 of them. Mate, five years ago, someone posted... Uh, you got to point that out of your mouth, man. You're not a rapper. What's wrong with you? <laughs> about, about five years ago, someone posted a school class photo from infant school on Facebook. And he's like 10 pounds overweight. And he just looks normal. He looks normal. <laughs> and I remember him as being giant fat. But kids the these same. days are so fat that the same. he looked mm. better. But he used to, same. he mm. used to buy every single now, that's now. what I call. Yeah. He had every single one. I bet they're worth a lot of money now. Probably it's not. funny you say that. The, my, the daughter records came into, vinyl. my daughter came into my room the other day and she said, uh, Mummy's just found a picture, of again, infant school, so I'm about five. And she said, and I picked you out. And even I looked at it, where am I? Oh, there I am. And then I saw this girl, Janet Dawson, who I always remember being the fat girl. And she kind of just looked normal. Oh. But Weird, to me, right? I was like, she's so fat. And now when I pick up my kids from school, there are there are a lot a lot more bigger kids than they, they were look when we like, were in school. It looks like we've been invaded by Samoans <laughs> and Eskimos. <laughs> 
There are you a lot can't of say there. that. Can you say Eskimo? I, you can't say Eskimo. I think you have to say Inuit, don't you? Inuit. Okay. Something like that. If um, you're living, if you're living where it's freezing cold and you're only eating whale yet. meat, no problem. They've got no Inuit South Pole yet. Supporters yet. Followers. Yeah, that's that's legit, right? When you're living somewhere like that, you need a lot of body fat. Yes, you do. And you, you, your genes are like that you over do. time. If you're living in England, where there's cloves and central heating, man. Well, I mean, I'm not saying all the kids were fat, but there were a considerable three quarters of them were. There were quite a lot. Oh, I was like, I think it's. I think I heard on the radio the other day. You're looking at Freddie Mercury. Were you looking right into his eyes then? It's either forty percent or sixty <laughs> percent of kids in the UK are obese. Yeah, I've heard. I've heard some. Call it half. Stats. That is fucking I mean, my scary. Son, my son is. My son is. Well, he's, I hope he doesn't listen to this episode. But he's eighteen in a couple of weeks. Well, he's not a kid. He's, he's an adult. He's six. Bro, you're an adult, bro. Yeah, he's six <laughs> foot three, six foot four, and he's done an amazing job. He's lost a lot of weight. But about this time last year, he was about 118 kilos. He's absolutely huge, and he's got to a point where he's gone, "Oh shit, I need to make, I need to make a, a Girl, big change." He's like, "Girls, that's, oh, damn it!" It's so funny you say it, Jace. That's the motivator. So my mum, my mum has always been on his case that's since he was little, and I said, "It doesn't matter." I've even said, "Listen, if you lose a little bit of weight, I'll buy you Grand Theft Auto Five or whatever six. He can't do it. I said, "Do you know what? I'm going to stop being on his case." And I said to my mum, "Just stop being on his case." I said, "When he gets..." Interesting girls, that's when he'll make the change. And guess what? You want that's a hot exactly bitch? See what it is. You better lose but some he's doing, weight. Bro. He's, doing a, he's doing a great job losing the weight. But you know, I, I had he's um, big, and that's that's the, that's that generation. Bro. I had Coach DW on the other the other week. Um, he's a, another old man. He won't mind. No, he will mind me saying that. He's another old man, Coach DW. Um, but he said a couple of times. He said that what what motivates us as men is to fuck and fight. Mm-hmm. That's that's what your motivations mm-hmm. are. You don't have any others. Everything comes down to that. Or, or extreme vanity. Like sometimes I lost weight because I was like, oh, I want to look good. And it wasn't for, you want to look good for who? For my, it wasn't just for women. It was also I wanted for men. I wanted to look good. I, just I, for men. I, I wanted to. Look, I wanted to look good. I want people to to give me compliments. And go, hey, you look great. What kind of hey, people? You look I, I like, like female right? ones said, or male ones. Like, I said, Ben, have you lost weight? There you go. You got a glue. I was like, yeah, oh. the glue. Or androgynous ones. Um, <laughs> what was your question? Oh, it was a TV question. TV, yeah. Um, TV, yeah. And he, he's Smith, like, I don't watch answer? films. I don't watch TV. Well, I don't anymore. I don't listen to the radio. I'll be on Sky News. Um, I'll be on the news. Yeah, because I want to see what bullshit they're like. Oh, don't say this. This is You'd a bit... You'd be funny reading the in, news. How long are you stuck in there? One month. One month. I bet it probably would be some Star Wars TV program. Yeah. yeah. Just because I would... Because again, I'd be a goodie, so I've You'd got no be a danger Jedi, of dying. Bro. You could be a Jedi yeah, like, no for a Jedi. month, and you're like, oh, I'm not really bothered, bro. <laughs> yeah, I'd be, I'd <laughs> be, in, I'd be in one of the Star Wars um, spin-offs where. Question yeah, for a, a question for all my listeners who never comment or leave me any feedback. He's <laughs> a bit bitter about that. I've been telling you about it. If you could all be, my friends, oh, but none of them listen. If you could be in a, if you could be in a TV show for a month, and you could be any character, or you could create your own, like a Domino's pizza. What would you choose? Leave me a comment. But just before we get on to Smith, sound like Yogi Bear, right? What? What would you choose? Leave me a comment. Why are you staring like Baldrick? There's, there's a, there's a poster of Freddie Mercury. Smith's so bored Smith that he's was, literally just looking locked, around the he studio. He had locked eyes with him, and I noticed he was 
I'm just, reading what it said there. He he signed it. Is it lyrics to that song? Yeah, no, but he signed. He's actually signed it for Tom, engineer Tom. Oh, this bless. is um, this is like the one of the qualities of a good podcast host. <laughs> Halfway through, he's like, oh, he's fuck these two pricks in on the couch. I'm just going to start looking around the studio drifted and reading off. the posters. I just wonder what you were staring because he kind of went, yeah, yeah. No, so yeah. Uh, all right, what's what's happened in the last year? What's happened that's that's been different? Yeah. That's changed? Are there have been not any much, big no, changes? No, I think I think for me personally, I've I've, I've been training much more. Yeah, um, I've been doing the day classes. Uh huh. Which at first I was like, oh, this is this is great, bro. Day this walkers. Is, Nick yeah. used to say, right? Yeah. Day walkers, right? And it's a it's and more of a sort stalkers. of workshop type of atmosphere. You know, whatever pro- whatever problems you've got, whatever you find mm-hmm. difficult. You know, and. Uh, and then, of course, then you go I've to got the e- this rash. <laughs> <laughs> then you go to the evening class after three months, and thinking, get killed. Yeah, and absolutely <laughs> smashed. Mm. And I said, right, I need to rotate between the the, the evening class and the day classes. Mm. But that's that's been about the only thing. Nothing really. So you've just is. been training more, yeah. but no sort of other. No. No other life well, that changes. Was a no. bloody boring thing to bring up, wasn't it? I thought <laughs> yeah, we were yeah, going to get a lot of juicy gossip. Nothing really. No. All uh, right. Well, yeah. hmm. have you had any big changes? I've had a tattoo. Oh, recently what did you get anywhere we can see it or if uh, you're if you're watching sh- this sh- on youtube there will be a picture of it coming up I'll, on your I'll screen show you, i'll show now. you boys afterwards but um and if you're listening check my insta <laughs> <laughs> um i, I like comments. i like tattoos <laughs> i'm always looking at tattoos what about, what about good tattoos yeah right ah so i see that's why actually, i kill him first <laughs> i, I, I want to talk i want to talk to you about tattoos yeah because a, I've got a Jeep Blue Zone coming on next month. A what? The, uh, that's her Instagram. She's oh, a okay. Thai was, tattoo artist. I was oh. them. It's, it's all like black ink. No, yeah. She does oh, a little yeah, yeah. bit of colour, but it's, mm-hmm. mate, it's fucking... Really? It's the nuts. And I just messaged her. Oh, and she's just started doing jiu-jitsu. She's into motorbikes. I was like, fucking come on. So she's coming in to talk yeah. about tattoos, but... It's like a long-lost friend of yours, right? Motorbikes, so I, I, Yeah, and... right. Well, but not tattoos, right? Yeah. Because I don't have any tattoos. I think Gosh has got. Do. I think Gosh has got five. You don't have any tattoos. No, I don't have any. You mm. got loads. I've got quite a lot. Yeah, and I. I think it's about time, Jason. I think I keep. You know what? For the last, you ask Gosha, right? Every year or every six months, I say to her, "You know what? I think I'm going to get a tattoo. Mm. I think I'm going to get this." Mm. And then she's like, "Okay, cool." And then I'm like, uh, I don't want to change my life, it, it, bro. It is finding the right thing. I've had tattoos at a time I've thought were good, and then I've gone off them quite quickly. So now I'm very, uh, I have to be very sure that it's something I'm happy how, with. How, I mean, this is the one thing that my life up to this point has taught me more than anything else, is that whatever I think I'm settled on, mm, I'm not. Yeah. And yes, it will change. Yes. And sometimes I've got things to spur at the moment. <laughs> I've gone, ah, oh, fuck it. I've changed my mind. I want this. But this Sandwiches, tattoo, bro. Cheese and pickle. I want a jiu-jitsu tattoo. Cheese and pickle king. I want a jiu-jitsu yeah, tattoo that's for a long time. Jiu-jitsu saved my life. Because um, it has changed my life. I wouldn't say it's saved my life, but it's certainly changed my life for the better. And I love it. And I wanted something that meant... A lot of people get tattoos they just like the image and some people go oh this means a lot to me and i thought actually i don't have one of those i don't have an image where i go this means something to me so i i always find an image i want and i get someone to do it great guy called max holdsworth who used to train Shout at mill hill to max. yeah max holdsworth ha- yeah, is he on instagram guy. yes he is what's his handle do you know i think it's something like max Holdsworth. Max tattoo, <laughs> Ma- tattoo, Max Holdsworth. We'll, we'll find out. We'll what it find is. it we'll and put it in the show notes. Um, Shout but out, he's Max. A great, he's, I met him at Mill Hill because he's trained at Mill Hill, oh. and um, you'd know him if you saw him. Um, 
but I always just get an image and I go, can I have this? And he goes, yeah, yeah, no problem. But this time I thought, I want something jujitsu related. I actually paid money for someone to design it. I found someone on Fiverr and I said, look, this is what I want. Um, Smith, Smith loves a Fiverr. <laughs> his favourite. It doesn't matter what you ask him. He's like, I'm going to find someone on Fiverr. Yeah, yeah well, I've never used I, was, I, was, I was only about to interrupt and just go, well, good to see you value your tattoo. <laughs> Motherfucker. Like, Cheeky I'm going to find some dude from some Bangladeshi dude it, on fire. I think he might have been from Turkey or Egypt or somewhere like that. But I looked at his work. I'd looked at it, some of his work for quite a long time before making a final decision. And then I gave him an idea. I said, I want this. It's around this uh, submission called the triangle. And I said, but I want it to be triangle themed. And I want this. And I want this. And I want this particular symbol because this means my... Why triangle? Because Is that I the new triangles. one there on your arm? Yeah, what, I'll show you it properly. Yeah. What about in a couple of years when you become better at armbars, I don't, for example? I think I'm always going to be fixated on Well, because you still get an armbar from a triangle, so right. it's still there. Bro, do you like, even know anything about jiu-jitsu? I I like, immediately, as soon as I said it, I was like, wow. Don't this is question Ben. I, in fact, I said to Jason earlier, I, I will get more armbars from a triangle position than I will from a conventional setup. What if you become a top player later on? I get it from Mount. In gonna, fact, in fact, I will. I get it from Mount. I will make a little shout out. I'll make another there. little shout out okay. now to Dan Cox, who I've invited on my podcast, who doesn't come on. How comes Ben is still on a purple belt? Oh, God, let's not talk about that. <laughs> 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 you too, my little drink. Um, we'll cut that bit out. Anyway, Beep. so this, the triangle meant a lot to me. Uh, and when I won the British a few months ago, it was with a triangle um, from the side control. Yoko Senkaku, I think it's called. Such a geek. Anyway, so I was like, this was do going your, to be a do, birth- your, do your John Danaher impression again. I can't remember. Yeah, tell us about your triangles. <laughs> Go on, just like, <laughs> in the voice. Shall I tell you why? Because that, that, um, that uh, episode where you did the John Danaher impression. Yeah. popular, right? Right? I just put the uh, in the in the thing, like, I think I called it Ben Does the Best John Danaher yeah, impression. Yeah. So many people watched it because they were like, cool, John Danaher impression. Like, I don't think they oh, listened really? to it. It's you like av- that, average watch time is like <laughs> 48 seconds because <laughs> they just listened to the introduction where you've done that. it and then switched off. <laughs> but this is about to be a birthday present. Like, quite often me and Rachel will say, what do you want for a birthday? Rachel! What do you want for a birthday? Rachel! And we're like, a tattoo, a tattoo. So this took. Has she got tattoos? Yes, quite a lot. Um, so this she was, got one of you. No, but she's got strangely, she's got one of herself. Oh. <laughs> it's like her face, but like the top of her head is like opened, and like there's like planets and space and mystical shit coming out. Rachel, of it. I don't know whether you listen to this. I'm no, sorry to tell not. you, but space is fake, <laughs> okay. and the planets are not real. So yes, six months after my birthday and winning the British, I got this tattoo and. It's my favourite tattoo, hands down. And a lot of people, it's, it's taste, isn't it? Art's taste. It's butt. So some people go, oh, you've got a tattoo on your leg. Uh, what is that? Which is yours on your arm, right? This is on my arm, but yeah. I've got lots on my legs. Yeah. But people will either like it or dislike it. Mm. Everyone in the jiu-jitsu community at Boxmore has gone, that is the best, that's the best, so that's the best tattoo I've ever seen. I'm like, mm, well, it's the best jiu-jitsu tattoo I've ever seen. They don't all talk like hey, that. I was going to say, hey, everyone at Boxmore, <laughs> I know some of you guys listen to this and I appreciate you. Yeah, but feel I free don't to think it's up. fair that Ben represents you no, like that. They're going to beat guys. the shit out of me now. <laughs> all those blue belts hey, beat me up. Let, yeah. while, we, while we're on the subject of Boxmore, yeah. do you want to shout out, yes, which I'm you forgot do to do, do a yeah. shout out to all your training partners. Because well, I know you guys listen and I appreciate you very much. This is Yeah, this is something that, I think it's important because I had this conversation just yesterday. Jiu-jitsu is an individual pursuit, but it's a, it's really not. 
it's a team. It's not at all. It's a team effort. And the reason I say that, and I'm not the first to say it, I'm sure, is I can't, I can't acquire the skills I need without pressure testing them, as you say, against a resistance. If you just got a dummy and you did it, yeah, you can throw up a triangle, brilliant. But you can't do it against someone that's given you resistance. So every skill I've managed to gain, I've got through sparring and technical sparring and drilling. I've got all of those skills from my sparring partners, my training partners, everyone, every role I have. Yep. We rolled earlier today, me and Jason, every role is a learning uh, a learning opportunity. So the, all the skills I've got are from everyone I've trained with. And I was talking to this guy called Reese, a blue belt, a uh, very high level blue belt, such a nice guy. And he, at he your knew, place? At my place at Boxmore. Yeah. And, uh, and he started listening to the podcast and his brother, Corey, Corey son, Corey son. Um, they're they're lovely lovely lads reese i've seen him grow from a white belt up to a um i think he's a four stroke blue belt now could easily get his purple belt good competitor one of the nicest people i've ever met in jiu-jitsu and his brother Corey, who's about 14 so respectful such a lovely kid is going to go far and i said listen guys because then you was coming back on today i said i'll do a shout out to you because I've mentioned, I've referenced these people before, but I've not called them by their name. So they go, oh, I thought you mentioned me in the podcast. So shout out to you, Reese and Corey. Corey, son. Shout out to Reese and Corey. Keep listening. Two, uh, Keep two white basement patches are on, on their way, way to oh, In the yeah. post. I know you're not yeah. even allowed to stick them on your gi there, but. Oh, uh, no, Corey could, because Corey now trains at, at Mamba. Okay. Just so across the road. So he, if you Corey want a could. white one or a black one, Leave me a comment, boys. <laughs> yeah. And but, I'll give them to Ben when I see him next time. But, but Jason, saying that and, and just sort of touching on from or, or continuing on from what Ben's talking about, you know, obviously in the last two, three years, you know, we all started out at Mill Hill. Yeah. And there's a lot of people now who we sort of kind of fallen out of touch with, you know, apart from on social media. Dad. There's, there's a lot of, yeah. Like I mean, dad. Dad, hey, shout yeah, dad. Dad. Shout out, Dad. Always trolling. The man me. known as Dad. Motherfucker. The... <laughs> Have you got trolls? Fucking, I got one. For the, for the uh, podcast. You know what? I've got, I've got, got beat him up. I've got two. I've got two. Dad, you know who you are. Is yeah, one of we, them. I know who he is. Right. <laughs> but the other one, who I don't know whether he listens or he just trolls me, is I think he's called <laughs> or something like that. Good name. This guy is all <laughs> over social media, calling me a shill, CIA. I'm a satanist. I'm a fucking this, that, and the other, <laughs> and like start. Like other people are messaging me and saying like, this guy like found me through your podcast and started calling me names or whatever. I think I know who you are, bro. I'll say bro. I think I know who you are. Jason's from Mill Hill. No, no, I'm not going to. Oh, it's from Mill Hill. I think I know who you are. Really? So, whatever. But I think I know who you are. Mm, That sounded like a threat. Just it's not a threat. It's just people, trolls are all, you know, trolls live under bridges, right? They hide in the dark. Yeah. That's why they troll you because they have the power because you don't know who they are and they know yeah. who you are. Yeah. But I think I know who you are, bro. Just, just deleting my <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> oh, shit. Just deleting my dad. It's well, got a bit serious. You're my bro and you were at Mill Hill, right? It's got a bit mm. serious here. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, no, but it's, <clears throat> no, no, but just coming back to my point that there's a lot of good dudes from way back who, you know, we don't see or yeah. like, is there anyone you sort of particularly miss? Like, yeah, I, I, I do see, just I the, do see um, 
some not all the people I mean, you don't see like, um, that you want to probably shout out or you know you just you know there's some good I, dudes I don't see Yusuf as much as I used to um, oh, fuck, oh, God, we fucking can't get see him all the time yeah, I know because every you time he comes him, down mate. to roll I'm like oh I would have liked to have come down and just because <clears throat> I saw him at a friend's birthday back in February and we were sitting at different ends of the table and we kept like like old lovers we were looking at each other go. I just want to talk to you and catch up with you. Oh, but poor we'll Cass is in the way. We'll talk after. Cass, move out of the way. And then there was a bit of space and he jumped in and we, we took a photo because we were like little Paul Cass. Big up to Paul Cass. I haven't seen him for a long time now. I mean, I, they're all IOG, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. yeah. So I haven't seen him for a long time, but always, I always had time for Paul Cass. He, yeah. was, a, he was always very helpful to me. He always, like, always taught him. me a lot of things. That I talk about guy. Paul Cass because um, Ed Ingham The Mad Dog. Mad dog. The party bear used to talk about the Paul Cass effect. And because uh, I was talking about it with someone yesterday, uh, one, another one of my sparring partners, Muddy. Um, we Shout talking about... out Muddy. I love those boys. <laughs> yeah, Muddy. And my, they, you know what? They're, they're the guys that I miss from Mill Hill because they used to come on a Friday night. Them yes, two they did. They, and James. Yeah, and James. Yeah, yeah. And I used, to, about a lot. I used to always roll with them two because yeah. we were like same size, size, same similar age. grade, same yeah. age. Yeah. And then yeah. I always used to try and avoid James because he's a little bit. <laughs> he's a bit bigger, up. but um, he's <laughs> he's not quite as technical as the other two. Well, he's thrown down the gauntlet. It's true, Ali and, and uh, Muddy are, t- are technical. They're brown belts. And, but I do I do better against people that are my size that are more technical. Yeah. I struggle with Strong physicality. Yeah. yeah, but I was talking to Muddy and um, I, I talked about the Paul Cass effect. He went, cause I don't know if he knows Paul Cass or not, but, not, but I explained the story. I said, and there's a few others that Ed's pointed to, but I won't name and shame them. That they just won't get in jujitsu. They trained for years and years, and they just won't get in it. And then suddenly they had a light bulb moment, and everything fell into pay, place. And then suddenly they were really good at jujitsu, and then they go off in the Euros and whatever. And because um, we were talking about one guy who just doesn't seem to improve much over the year, this last year, white belt. And I said, to Paul oh, Cass, okay, white belt. Oh, right. Oh, I said, awkward. Cass. You talk about me all this does time. He, you know, does he listen? Like, okay, so nah, he doesn't listen. Oh, that's why. I well, I don't know. Maybe <laughs> that's he does. why. Maybe that's, he does. This will make all the. I'm always surprised when Honestly, I meet people that do. Uh, it'll make do, all the so. difference, right? Listen to my podcast. I bring in jujitsu people on to talk about jujitsu. Yeah. yeah, no, no, it would improve their jujitsu. But um, so yeah, that, apart from the tattoo, uh, what's changed? I, lo- I want to say one thing about Paul Cass, who I I love Paul. But the one thing that Paul used to do, right? Every time I roll with him, he'd say to me, I've got a bad knee. Like, be careful of my knee. And then he would go, this is like real, if you're not a jiu-jitsu person, skip forward one minute. He used to he used to go like with a knee shield kind of half guard. Yeah. And then he used to pop his knee out and hook your bottom leg and just rip it out with his leg. So, you know, your mm. your knee like twists mm, around talks. and you have to give your hip. Mm. And I used to think like every single time, like you just said, you've got a bad knee, be careful on my knee. And then you tried to break my leg. Mm. And he must have done it to me literally like 60 times. <laughs> every fucking week I was like, he's going to do the same shit. Tell me he's got a bad knee and then try and break mine enough. But yeah. I still love you, Paul. I think the thing is, Smith, I, I still go to jujitsu events and comps. So I still bump into people. Mm, yeah. So they're, they're my core group and, and you two who I see sort of every few months. I still see a lot of the Mill Hill crowd. Yeah, same, yeah. Um, and then there might be a Polaris or a competition and you see the same old faces. So um, it's never, I don't go that too long without not mm. seeing someone. Um, 
it, it kind of, I think a lot of the Mill Hills is split in half quite a lot to resistance and yeah. IOG. Yeah. That, that's probably, say, 60, 70% of the gi people and the mm. lunch people kind of ended up following Ed to um, IOG yeah. Yeah. or coming to Yeah, and a, and a few Ruby. came over to us at Boxmore and, and Mamba and, then, and, then, and Mamba and there's a few that have stayed out Mill Hill yeah but I think probably 60-70% yeah, you're split right. to yeah, those, but you know what? But here's, two, here's right? a funny thing though that I was, I was talking to somebody about it that the bonds that develop right it, and, it, and you sort of find that it's and I think um, Sandeep was uh, talking about it as well um, on one of the pods mm. um, big up to Sandeep he still hasn't accepted my friend request oh mate that, that, that guy is a legend yeah he helped I mean, it's, me out it's one of my recently. one of my best uh, one, one of the best podcasts I, I really enjoyed that one mm, with Sandeep oh, I, I surprisingly enjoyed that one because Sandeep is I'm sure you won't mind me saying he's a he's a he's like a hard man he's a he doesn't really fuck around he's quite a serious yes. guy he's quite sort of Stoic. Not yeah, not confrontational, but like you, you know that don't mess around because it's not going to go well for you. I just thought I just thought he was a really super clever guy, really, really charismatic. Well, he, he sorted yeah. me out blew massively because I saw Jason. Oh, was it, when was that? About a month ago, when we went to the Ryan Hall thing. Was that about a month ago? Maybe more. Well, Seymour uh, C- put this thing up saying mm. Ryan Hall's coming to do a seminar. Um, yeah, because you said to me initially, oh, I can't go, right? Yeah, because they, they opened it up to a few non-members. Yeah. I had to check with Rachel first to see if... Rachel! Rachel! I had to check with her first. And by the time I checked with her, she says, yeah, it's fine. The places are gone. And Sandeep, who I'd never met before that day, was like, sorry, mate, it's it's full up, but you know, you're know you at the top of the list or near the top of the list. If, it, if something changes, I thought, well, it won't change. And then I said to you, didn't I? I went, I'm so jealous of you two going because yeah. he's, he, he's been a big influence on my jiu-jitsu. And then he texts me like a few days later going, hey, mate, um, you used to want to come along. Um, we're welcome. You're welcome, in, and this is how much it'll cost, and we'll give you the details. And I was like, <gasps> so... I've got a lot of time for Sandeep because I was just like, oh my God, I'm going to meet Ryan Hall. I'm going to learn how to do yeah. wizard shit. Yeah. But, but um, it's a, no, but, but just coming back to my point that it's it's odd, like when I try to explain it to sort of people who aren't um, jujiteros or whatever you want to call it, um, you do find that like, people, people, can't under, people can't understand it. Like, no, no, why no. have you become so close to somebody? Having said that, you know, they're beating you up every week. Mm. You know, you, you potentially get injuries from them, the same mm. people. Um, in fact, you knackered my knee, probably one of like. Oh yeah, I did. I remember. Do you remember that? It was really weird. Yes, right? I did. But it fucked it up. It was like it was, yeah. that day. I was like, "No, Ben, it's fine. It's totally I fine." I felt bad. Yeah. And then, no, no, not at all. And um, and then afterwards, it was like it just got worse and worse. And, and then for like strapping, I was it off heavily. for like yeah, I was yeah. off for like six months or three months or something. Yeah. But um, but it's funny. Like, and then I was really worried when you came back. So I was like, "Oh, well, I can't heal." Yeah, no, that's cool. I yeah. can't attack that leg. <laughs> yeah. I can't knee bar him. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's um, yeah, it's it's odd how sort of you you develop these I've close got, bonds. I've got a theory, and I think you said something similar actually on the podcast but this is something i wanted to get people's take on it this is back when i was a white belt i thought why is it so addictive for people why do people keep coming back to it why what is special about jujitsu because i'm sure there are other sports and and martial arts that people go oh no i love this i'm obsessed with this but jujitsu for me of all the different sports i've played and martial arts i've done for me it had something special and i had i got my own theory behind it maybe i should ask you two first what, what why you think that is yeah, and, then I, I, and then i'll I, give you my opinion i i think it's two well number one i'd like to say there is nothing like i think it's the same sort of thing in stamp collecting or knitting or whatever I don't, I don't think it is. right but 
if if I'm going to go on the other side of it and, and agree, I think it's because I think it's because you're effectively putting someone you're you're trusting them that when you tap, mm-hmm. they're not going to carry on breaking your arm or whatever. No, you're right. Yeah, right. And I think that having that having that ability to trust someone and say, okay, Jason, I've told Jason, don't do this to my neck, and he won't do it. And then the minute I tap, he lets go, and mm-hmm. I'm fine. I think that probably maybe that creates. I think that that's bond. part of it. What do you think? I think you've got a similar answer to mine. Yeah, I mean, I've. I've covered this on a number of shows. Yes. Uh, and I've been told off by Ben for repeating myself. I know I have, but many times. mine them, is sorry. similar to yours, but I think it might it might be a little bit deeper. Well, I, I mean I will I will I won't I won't go through all the stuff that I you normally can, I give say. You permission. I give you permission. No, no, but I mean I, you know, p- people have, have heard me talk yeah. about it a number of times. I I won't I won't go through all the things, but I think it's it's so beneficial to people who do it on so many levels, spiritually, yep. physically, emotionally. It, there's, there's 10, 15 different things. That it, it's just not financially beneficial. I mean, some of the prices of these places. Well, you say that, I'd right? Have you, pay, you, you, have you, you say that, but then even, <laughs> even that, you build a network. Yep. So it, it is, because now when you want a scaffold or you want a plumber Correct. or you want an electrician, yeah, they hook like you up, that. right? Yep. So mm-hmm. it's financially beneficial as well. But it's beneficial to you on so many levels and this touches on something that Ben said earlier about um, his training partners. Um, you, you can't do jiu-jitsu on your own. No. You cannot do jiu-jitsu on your own. You need other people to do, to do jiu-jitsu with. And the more, this is something that Ibi said when I had him on. He said the striking arts are very so, selfish. Yeah, I remember, yeah. And a, the, that was a good point. And the grappling arts are very selfless. Mm. You you have to give of yourself to the other person in order mm. to have a good exchange. The, mm. the more When we're rolling, the more I commit to the role, the better it is for both of us and, and likewise for you. Mm. And I think that's why you um, develop bonds and relationships and whatever with, with your jiu-jitsu people because... A, you on a on a cellular, your soul level, you feel what they're giving you and what they're mm-hmm. adding to your life, um, and also because on a level of your your you're sweating and fighting and panting and struggling and going to your 110 percent with your <laughs> with your training partners you give me 110 percent bro and 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 you push them and they push you and and because you're going to those places where you're not sure where you, whether you can quite go to you develop strong relationships same mm. like people that go into combat together people that work on a I door together yeah. people that are in the police together people yeah. that are in the fire service together it's like the watch my back, right? I trust that person mm-hmm. to, to, to have my back. Mm-hmm. It's kind of the same thing with jujitsu. Okay. So that's I, my I, I, Well, that's I think all, all, the, all these things are right. For me, when I, what I, when I asked these questions and, and I heard what people said and I had my own opinions and I was like, oh, that's just my, I've formulated my own thoughts. We're tactile creatures. Like if a... If a baby is born and it's not held, apparently it will die. They've done tests with, they've done experiments with monkeys where they've given them milk or they've given them a soft thing to nestle up to. If you don't have, it might be a mammal thing or, or a primate thing. If you don't have contact with another person, it can be detrimental to your survival. So we're always used to being held and touched since we were babies. Yep. You have a, what's, I'm, not, I'm not sure what the word is, hormonic... Hormonic? Hormonal. Hormonal response when you're touched. When you, yep. I heard this years ago. When you're cuddled, 
you produce dopamine or whatever it is just from from your loved one or your kids it makes you feel good cuddles are nice with the people you love so we are <laughs> doing a martial art where we are in close proximity with people so we're getting that skin on skin tech in fact when my kids were born they went you need to have skin on skin mm. contact so i was like okay so i took off the top of my head of my baby going, yeah oh, this is good for the baby so we're having skin on skin contact well, no, we're not. Not literally. Yeah, you didn't hold me back. No gi <laughs> no, 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 no guys do. No gi guys. But we are still, we're in close proximity to each other. Yeah. It's a, full, it's a full body contact, yeah. right? Which so you, you will have it. often don't even have with a romantic exactly. partner, right? Exactly. And, and when you were in lockdown and other things, or if you live on your own, you're not having that physical contact with another human being. You might go through your whole, if you live on your own or whatever, you might go for a whole week without touching someone. Yeah. Or maybe you might shake someone's hand. So we are rolling around on top of each other, touching each other all over the place. Um, so we're getting that, that tactile sensation and probably there is some sort of release of dopamine or whatever those happy hormone chemicals are. We are also going through a learning process all at the same time. Some of us will pick more up than others. But at the end of it, you've all gone through, you've all gone through that learning process. Because you know what it's like at Jiu-Jitsu when you finish, you don't stop talking about what's just happened in jiu-jitsu you're like oh it's really good mate you when you put in that butterfly sweeping is your mic all right mate <laughs> just hit me the throat it's like literally what happens when you start drinking whiskey yeah <laughs> so you're like oh yeah yeah you put that butterfly sweep and you trap the arm that was a beautiful sweep and you're like yeah but then you scrambled up and you got me and you, you managed to hit my lapel and you talk about jiu-jitsu at 100 miles an hour because you're so excited you because even through the role you've had a learning process and you're all having it at the same time. We know from doing running or any other sporting exercise, again, you have a, a release of dopamine or whatever. So you're having some sort of, I think, release of mm. a chemical when you're doing the jujitsu and you certainly have a dump of it afterwards and you've all gone through that learning experience at the same time. So you come away going, oh, I feel great. Because we'll come away, we'll, how many times have we gone to a jujitsu class where you're like, oh, too tired to be here, I'm not really in the mood. Or you've gone, I don't yeah. want to get out of the car. You're like, oh, there's some tough blue boots and they're gonna blue belts are gonna beat me up. I'm gonna be embarrassed. I don't really want to oh, maybe I shouldn't go tonight. But you do go, and then you come out an hour later and you go. This was this the other day when brilliant. you came back from holiday, right? From Great Yarmouth. So it's like an it's like an antidepressant. It's it's like and it's also because and I know you've said something similar to this, you are fully engaged in the moment, otherwise you're getting choked or you're getting arm locked. Yeah. You, cannot, you cannot you cannot not exactly there. so it's like a mental meditation it's like a yep. physical meditation should i say because you're in a state where you're you can't think about oh fuck i've got to get up early tomorrow to yep. take my kid to school tomorrow oh, yeah, and then i've got to take my car to, to be MOT. oh i don't want to take my car to be mot because yeah. that guy there he thinks i'm an idiot because i stuttered one time when i went in and you can't think of any of those fucking things yeah so what, one story at a time ben yeah <laughs> <laughs> okay. so that's for me it's 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 important to have tactile yeah. uh, interactions with other humans. You watch primates, you watch uh, chimps. They're literally grooming each other all day and picking fucking. Well, if you tips. look at if you look at and that builds bonds and yes. relationships. Many many like uh, custodial services, solitary confinement. Yeah, yeah, exactly. You do something really bad, so, you just yeah. go on your own. That's the primates, worst thing, right? Primates are very own. social creatures. They're always touching, I, I, and they they what create the bonds within that troop of, of chimps and, and we're the same so we have respect for each other as well because we're like there's a slight hierarchy he's tough he's experienced he's got loads of skills 
And it's a tribal thing. We're that little tribe, which is why it was difficult when Mill Hill split up because those tribes fragmented and we mm. went different places all over the place. But we still have that bond that you speak about because we've been training six, mm. seven, eight years together because we have shared the mat and we've got the respect for each other and trust, as you said, and all the things you said. But you know what? But is it really, is it really that or is it just as simple as I see you every week, week on week, when I'm feeling happy, sad, angry, whatever, you know, whatever it is, I see you every single week, mm. you know, three times a week, whatever it is. Is it just a, a time served thing that it's just, you're just with somebody no, in close proximity well, for, for a me, long no, time? because you have those bonds at work. In fact, you probably see the people you work with more than more you than, do your jiu-jitsu yeah. friends. Um, and I've done other sports. I've played football for a, a long time. I've done karate. I've boxed. I've played field hockey. I've done lots of sports. I haven't had that same bond and I've probably spent just as much time with those people. Um, Jiu-jitsu for me was just unique. I was just like, I, I'd never had that same buzz from any other activity I've done. Like you get a, a, a runner's high, I used to run a lot. You get back and you go, oh yeah, I feel really good. Oh, I feel good. But not, I, I would couldn't compare it to the feeling I have from jiu-jitsu. There was, there, was one, there was just one thing that I remember... Um, I worked in a homeless shelter way, way back. Was this and a good a, job or a bad job? It wasn't even, a, it wasn't, a, it was voluntary. But, but um, I, I do remember one guy saying, and it sort of particularly stuck with me that, you know, you know like you were saying, we're humans. We need that interaction. And he said, and, and he wasn't taking any food or anything. He goes, I don't need it all. I'll, I'll hustle it up or whatever. Don't need it all. Because so why are you here? And he said, I don't get to speak to another human yep. because they don't, you know, they just, you know, you ignore the homeless guy or whatever. Two weeks at a time. I come here every two weeks just to get human interaction. Someone will say to me, "How are you?" And all I want is someone ask me, mm. "How are you?" Mm. That's all. Like I don't want any food, you know, mm. liquid, you know, whatever it is. Don't need it all. I get everything. It's just I get ignored. Like no one mm. asks me how I am. I'm in the street. People look at me. I'm invisible. Of course, yeah. And that was a very and it sort of it stuck with me because it's a very sort of profound statement. Yeah, it very, is. It's I mean, that's that, a bit that, you know, like my job, which is why I'm looking at. That's another change. I'm, I guess it's you're, happened you're alone all the time, right? I am. I'm alone. I, I have, have interactions with prisoners, but they're very limited, and they are they're very small talk. Yeah. And the and the workshop staff don't have a lot. You know, they're they're, they're low skilled workers. There's not a lot going on. But so when I come to jujitsu in the evening, that's my real interaction with another human or humans. Yeah, yeah. and I come away going. Like today, I was like, woke up today. I was, uh, I did a lot of sparring yesterday. I was like, oh, I'm gonna go and spar with Jason, and Jason's good. It's gonna keep me on my toes. I don't want to be passed or have pressure. And but within about two or three rolls, I was going, I'm loving this, even mm. though it was tiring. Yeah, we were all hot and tired today. Weren't yeah, we? once we you get it. once you get on the mat, you everything else just kind of melts yeah. away, right? Something yeah. has no. to go really and wrong. I, for and you I too. hear a lot of people say it's their antidepressant. Yeah, oh, I don't for sure. hear people yeah, saying. You know, anti-depressant, anti-anxiety, anti-everything. I don't hear people say that about their martial arts. It may be, it may, I'm not saying we're unique. I'm sure mm. that people go, I fucking love boxing. And I have such a good sweat on and I feel great afterwards. I'm sure I'm sure they do. And I boxed and I, I know I did. But I didn't have that same bond with all the people that I train with. Yeah, um, yeah it's, for me, it's unique. 
maybe other people might go, hey, do you know what? I do, I play tiddlywinks and I, my adrenaline is fucking pumping and I love it and I can't wait to go to my tiddlywinks club every week. Well, like Mr. Stamp Collector. Or, or Mr. Stamp Collector. <laughs> do you collect stamps? No, of course oh, not. Okay. But um, I, for me, it feels quite unique. <laughs> and I think that's why we've all stuck at it. The geezer hasn't learnt my name after eight years. Schmidt. <laughs> thing, you said you did karate earlier yeah. and I know you've done kung fu. Is it kung fu or kung fu? I just used to say kung fu. I hear people say kung fu. Got with a G. Yeah. Kung fu is a, a little bit... It's a different, slightly oh, different. Oh, is it? That's, my that's a little bit cultural appropriation. Oh, that's my, that's I, my I think. Oh, when you're pretending to have a Chinese accent. Kung no, fu. I've heard... I I've heard... I've heard other... No, you don't. You do kung fu, bro. You're from fucking North Finchley. But you don't do it on any of those martial arts anymore. No, not karate, no. No, why? Oh, I did it a long time back and... Um, but why uh, do you think you... did When you did it, you go, I'll never quit karate. I love it. Did you no, used I, to say I, Cobra Kai never die every week? No, I, I actually hated it. Um, <laughs> he, he fucking hates everything. You don't hate jiu-jitsu, though. If you don't um, listen to his podcast. You don't hate jiu-jitsu. You're no, a private podcast. He hates jiu-jitsu. Have you no. got your own private no, podcast? No, no, no. Oh, no, he's, he's saying like one of the... No, no, but I, I won't say I hate it, but I, you know people go, oh, yeah, I love this. And I'm just like... I've got to do it. Like it was one of these things where I, I started at the beginning. I said, "Oh, okay, so it's difficult. All right, let's uh, I will let's conquer see. it." Yeah, basically. So you don't like jujitsu? Um, no, I, there's there's many times I like. I wouldn't say I don't like. I I do like it. I, 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 to, well, I think we yeah. need to end this podcast. <laughs> yeah. No, 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 I, I do. Like even it. Seen, so I, I Thanks for a, listening, guys. <laughs> I re-listened to a, a podcast that we did ages ago, and he said he he'd never seen Star Wars or something, and I was like. Yeah. Strike one. Right, that was that's probably why I said that was what it was an instinct instinctual response. Like, who would you kill, Smith? Like, I I feel like before before uh, before any session, before any session, I'm like stressed. I'm quite yes, I am. But I'm like, okay, am I going to get an injury? Like, it's just an injury thing. Because when I roll with you, I'm I'm not stressed at all. I'm not at all because I know I'm going to be injured. But do you feel good afterwards? Oh yeah, yeah, hundred percent, absolutely. Yeah, I feel stressed about a lot of things on a regular basis, going to work and this and that and the other. Jiu-jitsu is one of the things that I, I mean, really, I, I don't feel stressed about because I don't attach anything to it other than I know I'm going to be able to switch off for an hour, yeah. like get out of my own head. And that's, I know, and I know afterwards I'll be like, oh, that was good. I that's gave my brain a rest for an hour and body mm. exercise. You, you can shut off the world for an yeah. hour yeah. because you have to, yeah. right? If you're going for a run, no, the world is in your fucking head. You're just running monotonously, going, "Oh fucking hell, I've got to take yeah, a cat to the vet like, tomorrow." For example, oh, I feel like like I like skiing, um, and and when I ski, you have to be fully in the moment. It's a great holiday you, because you literally you completely do, switch off. You do, but there are parts. Do you not think there are parts when you're skiing where you you, you are sort of in a slightly flow? You're naturally doing. You're going. This isn't uh, a difficult. No. A difficult slope. You're just going. Oh, I just got to go down to there. Oh, I'm feeling a bit hungry. No, because I'll stop at that place and I'll get some. Because in common with everything in, in my life, I'm not that good at it. Uh, <laughs> right? So Mate, I have to fully focus. I'm horrible. I have, to, I have to fully focus. And, you know, it's okay. like, I can, it's like, when you finish, I, have, though, I find it difficult. So when you finish and you get down the slope where you're like, yes, that was brilliant. Yeah, maybe in a more muted fashion. Yeah. So you, <laughs> I'll be like, how do you feel when you've just like tapped out a purple belt and you've finished the session, just tapped out a purple belt? No, I'm just, I'm more scientific about it. I'm just like, okay, that, why yeah. did that work? Okay, don't like analytical, isn't it? Don't yeah. like anything. Yeah, I'm, I'm quite analytical. I'm quite cold about things. and I suppose that's why you're good at your job. Yeah, I mean, it's... Debt collector. <laughs> <laughs> Head polisher. Nun killer. <laughs>
rap is such a competitive sport And my glasses still on, it's the incredible dark <laughs> They wanna try me like the Federal Court But I'm unashamed of the gospel I never retort That statement of the rappers are wax